and was only suitable for people aged 18 or over will almost certainly have an adult theme and might well contain sex or violence which are quite graphic. It may also contain explicit language, including sexual swear words. Thanks for listening. Uh, but here's what his revelation comes to him. He's kind of got all this stuff, like, uh, touching, wiping, mourning of the animals. Not wiping, whipping. whipping. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah, not touch, also not touching. I am, I am dyslexic. I, I hope I'm not having like, a stroke. Do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! And an atheist almost always becomes supporters of eugenics and abortion. A swine is hungry for nuts. Jesus hates him too. Satan is real. Being a Satanist is an open declaration of revolt against counterproductive received wisdom and mindless rogue traditions. Decapitate her head off. We're done. Done. We're done. Obama! Welcome to the Godless Revolution. I'm Dan Ellis. Guess who's here? Guess who's here? Guess, who? guess, guess. Who? Santa Claus, because he's real. Meg's here. Meg's, Meg's here. here. Whoa, I thought you were going to say Matt's here. Who the, what? what the fuck was that voice? <laughs> what Hello, the fuck was that? everybody. <laughs> Yay. Matt Mitchell's in the hizzy. We've missed you very much. I missed you guys. What have you been doing? He looks very clinical now. Lots of things. <laughs> I, am, <laughs> I am clinical. You look It's the lab EMT-ish. coat. It's the lab coat. That's uh, what it was. Yeah, I should. I probably should have left that at home. <laughs> the white lab coat. Uh, yeah, no, I've just been studying. Lots of studying. Lots of tests. Yeah. Yep, that's almost all done. And then you're studying for em for empt for empt. I'm going to be an empt. Yes. Are, are there different levels of empt? There are. Oh yeah. There are different levels. Yeah. So this is uh, my basic, and then uh, I actually signed up for the advanced class for Ooh. the 24th of, of October. October. Well, so this is, so this is just a, uh, are you gonna, when are you coming? So you're, <laughs> you're here tonight. Will you be here next week? Um, <laughs> um probably, <laughs> probably next week, probably the next maybe two weeks. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, and then after that, I'm not sure that, so the advanced class is only six to eight weeks, uh, where this one was eight to 10. Mm-hmm. But but now you gotta learn like medicines and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pharmacology. Yep, and how to how to put in IVs and all that yeah. good stuff. So right now you're just a basic bitch. I'm just a bitch. I'm an EMT <laughs> bitch. <laughs> but in in what three months you'll be uh you'll be an advanced biatch. Yes, right. And then are you gonna become a king biatch? And then paramedic, yeah. Paramedic school is a long so there's time. So there's paramedic basic EMT, huge. advanced EMT, and then full-blown paramedic is yeah. how it works? Full-blown aids. There used to be four levels. Oh, yeah? Used to be EMT, EMT intermediate, then EMT mm-hmm. advanced. Intermediates could just do IVs, basically. There still could be four levels if you consider EMR training at all. Yeah, but, but that just means, okay, I... I could do CPR. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what does the R stand for? Uh, uh, responder. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're not just a technician, you're a responder. Yeah. Hmm. And so you'll be here probably the next two weeks, tonight, next two weeks, mm-hmm. and then gone again. Possibly. Probably. Definitely. Well, yeah. cause- <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. Maybe. Yeah. Definitely. Good well, on. Going to be gone. Well, come to no- 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 that other month, November. <laughs> uh-huh. We're going to have to go back to doing a Monday recording for eight weeks. Monday. Yeah. Okay. 
because your work schedule will change. Well, I'll change to a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday then. Okay. We can do that. Cool. I'll, I'll update the calendar on that. Super. Thanks, man. I'd appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. I I think – I actually think that my classes will be on Mondays. So well, I, there's not even going to be any yourself. way to – you're the one with the fucking weird schedule. Well, you're the Rotating one that wants to get on, on the weird schedule. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Well, yeah, when you start as an EMT, you're going to have to be working all kinds of weird hours and shit, right? Yeah. Well, most EMTs, most units run 12 hours. Well, do they run 8 or 12s in this state? It probably depends on the unit. I'm not working as an EMT, so you should tell me. <laughs> well, it depends on the state because some places, there's some states where firefighters oh, yeah, are only f- running like an eight-hour shift. That's right, because you're federal, so you don't know. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Like the guys at know. Dugway, the EMTs at Paramedics at Dugway, they work uh, 48-hour shifts. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So. Hmm. So we may be moving shit all around in the future. You never know. Matt's just going to fuck the whole thing up. Life happens, man. <laughs> I, I I did that when you guys brought me on. <laughs> no, wait, uh, wait, we brought Dan on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Way to go, Dan. <laughs> fucking everything up, letting Sorry. us have this at your house every week with pizza and beer and building this awesome studio. Way <laughs> yeah. to fuck it up. I'm sorry, guys. I really apologize. <laughs> I, I know I, I fucked things up beyond repair. Hopefully I can do something to make up for it. Um, so, so we haven't recorded in a couple of weeks. And when I was leaving, I was going home from my sister's wedding. And I got one good story from that. Ooh. Which, which it might be, it's it's good and it's horrible at the same time. Yeah. This story made my mother quite upset when she told me about it. Oh. So I've mentioned And your mom is such a nice lady. She is. And I've mentioned how um, I have the one aunt who's extremely religious mm-hmm. and that my sister's gay. Mm-hmm. So my mom found out that my aunt's church was requesting her not to go to the wedding. Mm. Like the whole church? Like the whole church. Like the church said, no, you should not be going to this wedding. You, Your family should stay out of this. You shouldn't be supporting your other family members. You should be supporting Christ. Pretty much. But mm-hmm. in all, you know saying good things about my aunt now she told the church basically to fuck off oh this is my niece i love her and i'm going to the wedding interesting wow and fuck your god but she didn't, she go didn't that far she didn't go that far she didn't go that far <laughs> but my uncle who i've normally not had more, more, like more than two sentence conversations with i sat there and talked with for about a good hour really he speaks english as his first language he does wow i don't he doesn't talk well he's a very quiet guy in general yeah even when talking, he kind of, he's a very low talker. He just kind of, but we had, uh, at the wedding, we were help, he was helping us set stuff up, even though it was the opening day of deer hunting. He came to help set stuff up. <laughs> you know, I could be out shooting defenseless animals. <laughs> well, actually, that's what he told me. He's like, I, I, I told your aunt, no more weddings on opening week in a boat of archery season. And I'm like, oh yeah. I'm like, oh, today's opening day of archery season, isn't it? He's like, yep. <laughs> So even him being told not to go from the church and being opening day of the archery season, he still went to his niece's gay wedding. That's good. Well, good. It so, raises an interesting question, uh, but, though. I mean, so if if your aunt, does she believe that her pastor, minister, preacher, whatever, does he speak for God or does he not? I mean, right? So if he's telling her you don't get to go to this wedding because it's against God and she says, no, fuck you. I'm going anyway. Is she openly and knowingly denying Christ or is she going to say, well, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about and then continue to go to his church for whatever reason? I think I think this goes 
to one of the the things where if you don't, if you never experience something, you'd never know what it's like to be a part of that. So she has a niece who is gay. She knows her. She loves her. She sure. loves that person who's gay. So she understands there's nothing wrong with her. Someone who right. may be in the congregation that's never had a, a homosexual person in their family might still be like, oh, no, that's dirty. That's icky. That's nasty. Sure. Or my aunt may still mm-hmm. have some of those beliefs in the back of her head. She still loves my sister. But at, but with the saying, like, if she believes that her preacher is, you know, talking for God, um, they've been known to change churches because God wasn't saying what they wanted him to ah, say. Okay, yeah. Mm. All right. Interesting. So. <clears throat> it's also interesting how low we set the bar for Christian people to be decent fucking human beings, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's that. For <laughs> oh sure. my god! Rather than calling my sister a whore or spawn of Satan, she actually went to her wedding. Can you believe that? Yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah. god! Baby steps, <laughs> baby, baby Jesus steps. Yeah, that's that's weird to me that we're like, wow, she went. That's awesome. Yeah. What? She yeah. should have fucking gone. She should have gone yeah. to her fucking <laughs> niece's wedding. It shouldn't have been a goddamn yeah. issue. Well, supposed I, to take care of your kids. <laughs> I, I I fully expected her to be there. It was the whole part about the church, the congregation telling her not to go. Yeah, yeah. And she did it anyway. And she did it anyway. She's a rebel. A fucking rebel bitch. with a cause. Le- Satan is leading her cause. astray. You know what it is? Satan's leading her astray, and he's working through your sister to do it. That's probably what the church was telling her. <laughs> <laughs> fucking nonsense, man. Yeah, yeah. But religion is this great uniting force. Yeah. But mm. it upset my mother that the church would even try to make my aunt and uncle and cousins not go to yeah, the wedding. Yeah, of course. Well, of course. Yeah. yeah. That, I would. Of course it's upsetting. Why wouldn't it be upsetting? Yeah. I just, well, I guess I'm not surprised by it. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, no, no. But we're in, we're in Wisconsin and religion doesn't really affect a lot of things. Yeah. It's not like here where you hear about so many people having issues with it, with being gay and being thrown out of homes and that kind of stuff. It's not a big thing like that back home. So, yeah. I don't know if I've become desensitized to hearing stories like that or. Talk to the people in Scott Walker's wake. Or Mike Pence's wake. No, but I'm saying because Scott Walker's in Wisconsin. Yeah. Mm. That religion doesn't affect things there. He's, you know. Well, the big wake of his is defunding. Yeah, it's mostly employees. It's mostly political, really, but. And unions, that's not religious-based, but it's just, yeah. fuck you, we don't want to pay you anymore. It's Republican-based. Yeah. Yeah. Douchebag-based. That, too. Mm. Oh, they could be called Harley, because I like to ride motorcycles. <laughs> 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 well, you're never fucking going to be president, either. <laughs> fucking idiot. Uh, and how can he have that big fucking nose and always have it be stuffed? Like, he always, <laughs> yeah. he's a mouth breather, and he never, there's no air moving through that man's nose at any point in time it's all well, it's all skin that he borrowed from the top like, of his yeah, head where like his hair used to be when, decoration when, when your head is perpetually shoved up your ass it's full of shit <laughs> oh yeah there's that too <laughs> oh, when, God. You, when you drag it back out to talk to people it just yeah it just rakes all of that shit right up right his up nostrils. nose yeah mm. <laughs> Jesus. you can't you can't shove your head up your ass with your mouth open <laughs> i suppose tell us how you know <laughs> oh, I've seen videos of Donald Trump. <laughs> Ryan's got a snorkel for that. <laughs> nice. So you went to the wedding. Wedding yeah. wedding went w- w- yeah. well, it yeah. sounds like. Yeah, it was good hanging out with the family, the brother, the, the nephew. So he was he, he, he didn't like me at first. The nephew? Yeah, because I showed up at my brother's house with Is my it because brother. You're, well, okay. 
Go ahead. At the same, no, it's not because my brother's bald too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I realized that as I was saying yeah. it, and I was like, no, I'll just let him continue. <laughs> I, I showed up at the house the same time a babysitter normally shows up at, and he's never met me since he could know who I am yet. Who'd you do with the babysitter? No, so I showed up, and there's a, they have a, he knows another Ryan in the family. Mm. So they said Ryan's showing up. I show up. I don't look like the Ryan he knows. He's like, everybody in my family's gone crazy. Can't you see this man is not Ryan? That's a babysitter. So he freaked out because he thought mom and dad were leaving for the night and he had to stay with the babysitter. Ah. And then when he found out, no, he's here to play with you. We're going to play games. And then he kept playing monkey on the bed all night while I was trying to read him a a bedtime story. He just kept jumping up and down singing monkeys on the bed. Did you tell him, did you say you ever hear the one about the monkeys falling off the bed and just give him a shove every now and then? (laughs) We were trying to keep him from falling off the bed. So how old is a nephew? Uh, two. Two years old. That's a fun age. He was fun. Uh, Toddling that's around. That's a fun age? Speaking. Oh, yeah. Are you yeah. fucking crazy? You know how no, many two. dinosaurs we chased down that weekend? We Dude. were chasing dinosaurs through the cornfields, around the woods. <laughs> we were digging for dinosaurs in the in the driveway. We had some fun. That's how old Jacoby is. Yeah. Two, two is where they start actually recognizing other humans exist. Not fathers. But they still start recognizing other humans exist. <laughs> three, three to fourteen is nice. <laughs> no, dude. Three. So they, they, everybody always talks about the terrible twos, and that's bullshit. Three years old is the worst. Well, you have immature kids. I can't help that. <laughs> three. <laughs> they take forever to grow up. It's three, not my fault. Three is the worst, and then like from thirteen on, there's yeah. a, the intervening years are, are interspersed with sunshine and smiles and giggles. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. Two and and up to two years old, it's diaper changes, and, yeah, it's a, and they don't even care that you exist. And discovery, and then learning to talk, and learning to walk, and identifying things, and saying bird and dog and yeah. mom and dad, and then they hit three years old, and it's like I can say no and fuck you and scream and cry and throw shit and yeah, throw themselves well, and, and everything else. And you as an adult don't know how to handle this situation, <laughs> so I'm going to take full advantage of this. Yeah, they're they're trying to potty train them right now too. Because they got another kid on the way, and my brother's like, the last thing I want is two kids in diapers at the same time. Oh, yeah. Mm. So a few times he ran up to me. He's like, Uncle Ryan, I pooped in the potty. I'm like, <laughs> good job. Congratulations, like, buddy. I'm not used to having to congratulate people for pooping in the potty. <laughs> Except when I'm at work. But then when he did poop in his diaper, he said, Uncle Ryan, want to change me? I'm like, no. Go see mom or dad. That's what they're for. My brother's like, no, he's asking for you to change him. You should change him. I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> no. This is why I, I don't have children, so I don't have like, to change diapers. I'll go catch dinosaurs with them, but you get to change the diapers. <laughs> nice. Sounds like he was a cute kid. Yeah. He's fun. So you're, you, and you've only got one brother, one sister, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the whole fan family's together. Yeah. Had a very nice wedding. Where did they go on their honeymoon? Uh, I don't know. Sounds exciting. <laughs> I don't think they, I don't know if they got a honeymoon planned. Oh, okay. Just yet or anything? Yeah. I've known, I've like, I've had a lot of friends who like waited a year to go on their honeymoon. And what do you think your new sister-in-law? Oh, I like her. She's good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like her. I, she's good. Yeah. They got a huge chunk of property because they got married at their house and she, they live out in the country. And just a huge farm. Like they're showing like, oh yeah, you see that? Those, those, you know, those stacks way back there. We own everything between here and there. And as far as you can see, looking the other way. Oh wow. Like, holy shit. That's a big fucking chunk of property you have. Wow. What do they, what do they do for work? Uh, my sister does stuff. Oh. Um, 
I know she was working for like a. Mar- I hear that's a lucrative career field. It is. I know she was working in Green Bay doing like a marketing, like doing stuff for like a sign business. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's got an English major. Uh-huh. Uh And oh, her all the way up in Green Bay, eh? yeah. Eh? Oh wow! Actually, it's north of Green Bay. It's all, <laughs> it's almost up in the thumb. It she's, is in the thumb. It's halfway up the huh, thumb. She's mm. going to be a real city slicker, you know. Oh, yeah, <laughs> up there in Green Bay. Oh up boy, there at the, the, the big the city. Field. And well, then my sister's wife. Don't you know she? Uh, <laughs> she helps birth cattle. Oh, she helps birth Bobby's cattle. world. Yeah, yeah. You know, Bobby's mom did kind of sound like this for corn sakes, right? Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> She helps birth cattle. Well, they have a farm there, and they got they got a cattle on the farm. They do they grow corn and everything, and she helps birth the the, the cattle grow corn. Uh, the poop does. <laughs> good, good. I think you mean I think you mean uh, moop. They're moop. <laughs> awesome. God damn it! I am not back. <laughs> I tried to throw a bad pun in there early, and it didn't it didn't land. <laughs> Getting back into the swing of things. Got to get your wing dingers going. So, yeah, we haven't recorded for a couple of weeks. I went to went on a cruise to the Mexican Riviera with stops in Cabo San Lucas, Mazatlan, and Puerto Vallarta. Sounds mm. fancy. It was pretty fancy. It was a lot of fun, man. I did some some things with the parachute on a boat. Parasailing. Yes. Did some parasailing, and we went on the salsa and salsa excursion. Ooh, was there extra salsa? Played at the beach. Yeah, it was, we made. Salsa squared. We made like seven <laughs> different kinds of salsa. And it was, it was like, it really was, it really was like salsa, like, yeah. like the condiment. Yeah. Oh. And, and dance, I'm guessing. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I thought too. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. so it was, right. it was salsa. So we made, we made like seven different kinds of salsa, including a dessert salsa that was fucking really, really good. Amazing stuff. Uh, and then. Is it gummy bears and ice cream? No, it was. Uh, apples. What was it? Apples. You know the traditional Mexican dish. Yeah, <laughs> gummy bears and ice cream. I think I think it was chunks of apple and pineapple, and shaved coconut. And then they used this uh, vanilla. It's kind like of a, a citrusy vanilla like an extract or something liqueur. Or? Oh, okay, the mix on with all of that. It ah. was so good. Hmm. Very good stuff. Uh, good. And then and then it's free margaritas the whole time you're there. Like all oh. you can drink margaritas. And I'll, you make margaritas, and they bring you different kinds of margaritas. I'd have been done after an hour. And then, oh yeah, I, we, we, we. I got feeling fairly toasty, like at, because we hadn't. I don't think I'd eaten anything that morning. And then we went there and started doing that. And I think within the first half hour, or so I was like, I'm pretty fucking drunk. I don't know about you guys, but I'm feeling good. This is awesome. This is the best sauce I've had in my entire life. And so then after that. They let us out on the the salsa and salsa excursion was at a private resort. Okay. And so they have uh, their own little private beach behind the hotel that's very nice. We went and hung out there and played in the pool in the water, did some body surfing. They had, we had, we had, I think it was there, maybe it wasn't there, maybe it wasn't until Mazatlan where there was a tropical storm that Mm. came through. Yeah. And so we had some pretty good sized swells coming around. Like ten, twelve foot swells and waves, and that be fun. I got stripped naked. Oh, by, by the wave. Oh, I was thinking, like, what kind of security oh. did you go through? <laughs> no, like no, sea just, lions can be pretty aggressive. Just, just out body surfing and and caught one of the waves and it flipped me over <laughs> and rolled me around and stripped my shorts off. <laughs> oh, so the ocean was like, take it off. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I, did I, you get them back? Oh yeah. Well, I caught them. I mean, they didn't come. They came all the way down, but I caught them with my feet. <laughs> oh, okay. Like spread my legs <laughs> apart, and then, but then you know. I rode this wave in quite a ways and the water's really shallow where it dumped me out. So I'm like laying down, trying to pull my trunks back on. You look yeah. like an albino sea lion or <laughs> just, just, just floundering just, out just there. Humping just the ground. slipping sand on my back. Everybody's like, bitched whale, bitched whale. <laughs> <laughs> Push him back in the water. But yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Like I said, though, we went through a tropical storm. Yeah. So the water was fairly rough in spots. And I got really seasick the first day because I got really fucking trashed when we first got on the boat. And then the next day I couldn't tell if I was really hungover or or seasick or a combination of both. But I was just, I was pretty much done the next day. I hung out in, hung out in our room most of the day and tried to not vomit successfully, I must add. Congratulations. So that was good. Then started taking Dramamine and was okay. Hmm. Would get sick on and off, but I still got my sea legs a little bit. Saturday when we came home and Sunday, I told you guys before the show that walking around the house, I kept leaning against yeah. things because <laughs> because it still feels like everything's kind of swaying and rocking the whole time. That's, but yeah, it was, it was a really good time. It's the same sensation I get when I'm in a car for two days. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Where I finally get to my final destination, I stop and I sit on a couch. It's like... Wow, my body still feels like it's in motion. <laughs> like, and plus that road noise you have for going on for like two days, and then it's all of a sudden dead quiet, and you still hear a hum in your head, and it still feels like you're moving a little bit, and just kind of like that background staticky noise. Yeah, almost. Yeah, yeah, just it's a weird feeling. I got you. I know that feel, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. The next rant will start right after this. Hey everybody, this is X. I'm Kyle. And I'm Felicia. We're the Utah Outcasts. Three out, unashamed, and active atheists living in Utah. And we are personally inviting you to let us love your ears each and every week. As we take the news, current events, and pop culture and give it a little twist. A love twist, with consent. And we'll be joined each week by a special guest to tell us what makes them an outcast like us. Come find us. The Utah Outcasts. On PodHell.com, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And on UtahOutcast.com. We finally bought that domain off the kids handing out mixtapes in the mall. Come be an outcast with us. Take care of yourselves out there. Bonne nuit. And you're welcome. So the, the, the cruise was a whole lot of fun. And then I put together the best of Matt Best of what matters segments. Which turned out very good. Thank you. It was really weird sitting down here by myself trying to record things and make it, or trying to make it not sound entirely canned and yeah. lame and boring. I think I did okay. You did, you did good. But it took me a long time to edit that shit. I was down here uh, editing and everything until like 1230 Sunday night, had everything close to wrapped up. And then I was tired and had to go to bed <laughs> and then yeah, finished it all up Monday and released it. But I think it turned out pretty well. Yeah. It was weird listening to the older episodes. With the audio? Just. Or just us? It was, it was weird, but also cool to see how much the show has changed yeah. and how much better it sounds from when we first started out. We still say fucked up shit, though. Oh, well, you do. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> I still say fucked up shit. And and me and Dan say inappropriate things. <laughs> Correctly. <laughs> but Ryan always says fucked up shit. That's my role on this show, is to say the fucked up stuff. <laughs> but yeah, it was, I, th- I, think it, I think it went well, and... That's all I have to say about that. Ah. I have some house cleaning to do, if you guys don't mind. Whoa. Not at all. What did I do wrong? What? You'll, you'll find out. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> no. He's taking out the notes. <laughs> he did say that he's listened to all of our shows since he's been gone. I have caught up, yes. Yay. And, uh, first, I, w- I would like to say thanks very much, Jeff and, and Chris, for stepping in. Uh, they were, and Grant. And Grant. Yes, of course. Actually, that there were two episodes with Grant that were really interesting. Yeah, the the we recorded both of those all on the same night. Yeah, mm-hmm. just sitting down here bullshitting, and I learned a whole lot of really cool stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. that I didn't know mainly about the VA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but there was some shit fuckery going on while I was gone. Uh oh, oh, you, you looked at me when you said that. <laughs> I got I got a glance. Uh, so from the corrections department. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> Uh, about Jeff's Braintree hat, yes, I do know where that is, but Dan <laughs> seems to think that Massachusetts wouldn't have such a place, presumably because all the mass holes he's seen on TV, <laughs> or in the case with me, met in person, <laughs> but Massachusetts does remain the number one in education in this country, which means I learned in sixth grade what people here have to go to BYU for. <laughs> <laughs> By what measure, though, like, number one in education, is that in, in spending dollars, time in class, Test results. What 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 measurement is this? Harvard, MIT. <laughs> All right, fine. Well, also, Dan. Yes, I accept bullshit. <laughs> bullshit? Do you? As okay. Past tense. Yes. Okay. You're welcome. Okay. Good. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, to Mister Exifer. Oh, uh, you're looking at me. I'm like, oh, what did I do? <laughs> Who started the episode by saying that to fill in for me? He'd just correct you guys every time you misspoke. (laughs) (laughs) Then a few minutes later had this to say, quote, step yo game up, close quote. And allowed Ryan a free pass on the phrase, Donald Trump's doctor said he'd be the most fittest president ever. Well, I was talking. I think think that is what his doctor doctor said, said. basically. (laughs) It's like Chris didn't even try. Well, no, in there, I was trying to talk like Donald Trump's doctor. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I almost get the feeling he was making fun of me. Hmm. <laughs> Not to mention the turning of an NFL story into a William Lane Craig-style apologetic attempt trying to nerd-splain why Zack Snyder's shite films really aren't that <laughs> shite as long as you're thinking about the comic books instead. Hmm. Hey, it's good to be back. Is this- <laughs> Is that referring to the Batman movies? Yes. Yeah. Any of the DC things that he was throwing his apologetics out for <laughs> while preempting an NFL story in my stead. <laughs> Christopher. Not filling in well enough. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't be me if I didn't give you guys a hard time. No. It's very nice to have you here in studio with Thank us you. this Thank evening. You. Yeah, it's good to be back. I guess we'll have to cherish these precious moments <laughs> because they'll be few. We'll see. And then, then, then another large gap in between. So, so just letting you know, Grant and Chris and X, that uh, I said Grant and Chris and X. Chris and X are the same person. They are. Sorry, Jeff. Yeah, Jeff. (laughs) 
<laughs> that will that will be contacting you to come along. Oh, and uh, Taylor, uh, Taylor, yeah, will be joining us for one of the debates or one of the debates soon. Ooh. I think next week, maybe. I'd have to double check the calendar. Okay. So we kind of made a decision not to cover the debate this week because it's been like widely covered and it's already been yeah. two fucking weeks. Yeah. Well, and by the time this is released, it'll be two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Just to hit some of the highlights of the of the first presidential debate. Well, I think the biggest one is that we're all dumb for paying taxes. We're all dumb for paying taxes. Donald Trump may have a coke habit that we were heretofore unaware of. What else? Oh, Hillary the, Clinton is to blame for everything that's wrong with the world in the past thirty years. Which my thing, I had, a, I, had a, I, I, I did the show with with the Utah cast, so I cheated on you. Oh, you rotten bastard! Well, they knew you were gone, so they called me up. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, when he makes that comment, he made it over and over again, saying Hillary is to blame for everything that's happened in the past thirty years because she's been in charge. And they're like, no. So she was first lady. First lady doesn't really have any political sway. Sure, she does. She can withhold the. She can withhold the punani. Well, she tried that, and look where it went. <laughs> as soon as I said it, I was like, "That could go sideways really fast." <laughs> but she was only a sitting senator for four years. I don't. Even, was it that long? Did she serve a full term? I thought she served a full term as senator, and then she was secretary of state. I can't remember for sure. Well, probably. So she served a term as senator. Which was the only time she was ever in in a position to help write laws. Mm-hmm. So saying she could fix all this stuff in the past thirty years because she had the power to do that is completely fucking. Well, right. you don't even have to go that far. You you can't blame any single person for all the problems no, no. over the last one year. No, I mean she's just, been in politics thirty years. Why hasn't she fixed the problems? Yeah, well, why hasn't yeah. she fixed them? She hasn't fixed them. They're not fixed. They're broken still. Yeah. Why hasn't Why hasn't she done it? Then Trump is to blame for all the problems in business. Over the last yeah. 50 years. Mm-hmm. Well, you saw my tax returns from 20 years ago. You see that I lost a, almost a billion dollars. In 95. Yeah. I was, you got you to gotta feel for me on that. It was a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. It was a hard time. And people are calling him a, a fucking genius for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, You've got Rudy Giuliani and Newt Gingrich calling him a genius because he lost almost a billion fucking dollars yeah. in one goddamn year. It's like, are that you? makes him a business genius. It's like, how can you, it's, I mean, how can you, you can call it, you can't call that, I'm word fucking up today, a successful guy, because it's a billion fucking dollars, that's more money than all of us in this room will make combined in our lifetimes. But if you lose a billion dollars one time, one year, and it gets you off of taxes for the next 18 years... It might be worth it. But uh, (laughs) Yeah, especially for that kind of income. And if you still have 10 billion, yeah. Yeah. And what kind of losses was he reporting the next 20 right. years? Right. We won't know because he won't release his no. taxes. No. And he, I fucking, I have lost any shred of any respect I would, that I ever had for Rudy Giuliani. Mm. Yeah. That guy is a slimy fucking toad. Mm-hmm. Hearing him come out and and become a professional apologist for Donald fucking Trump. Well, the only reason why anyone even liked him in the first place was because he was in charge when 9-11 happened. Yeah. But people didn't like him before that. Yeah. You know, and then we're just now getting back to like, oh, yeah, that guy is a fucking asshole. I, I just wonder what kind of business Giuliani's planning to open that Trump's helping him with. Yeah. Yeah, I think he wants some kind of cabinet position. Oh, yeah, for sure. 
That's what he's vying for. But even now, like most of the Republican Party, like the big names in the Republican Party are dropping Trump. Wrong. <laughs> Says who? <laughs> Wrong. Sorry, I was just doing oh. recapping the debate yeah. again here. <laughs> then you got to say that about a hundred more times, interrupting everybody on the show. Oh my God. Yeah, well, the the point in the debate where Hillary Clinton was was stating different facts, and Donald Trump just kept going wrong, wrong. Did you see the SNL skit about it? Yes, I fucking, fucking awesome. I thought that was perfect. Alec Baldwin was was awesome in that. That was was he, was he good? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna pull it up. We'll play it. Because yeah. have you guys seen the, Have you seen the guy that does Trump on At Midnight? Um, yeah, he's really good too. Yeah, the guy that he's took a, over he's at a really, really good impersonator. His, his man- mannerisms are fucking. Was he the perfect. guy that used to do the Trump with the Bernie guy? Um, because no, there was a Trump Bernie a guy, guy that were doing the the two comedians. Yeah, that were doing Bernie those was with each James other. Adomian on those, and then I I think it was a maybe it was the same guy. I think it was different though. This is the clip from Saturday Night Live. I think it's about ten minutes. Yeah, this this is our debate recap. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was the best debate recap I could find. Yeah. It was the best, the best. There we go. And welcome to the first presidential debate. A quick reminder for our audience, there is no cheering, no clapping, and to the Trump supporters, no shirt, no shoes, no service. (laughs) Now let's bring out the candidates. First, she's been battling pneumonia, and we hope she's feeling better tonight. It's Secretary Hillary Clinton. And Kate McKinnon is also fabulous. Oh, yeah. She's she's very very good. So she's walking out on stage with a cane, coughing and limping, walking very slowly. She's about to do a somersault, just like Willy Wonka. <laughs> I'm better than ever. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> And finally, he's the man to blame for the bottom half of all his kids' faces. It's Republican nominee. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. And Alec Baldwin has one line in here that I thought was just perfect. It looks like Popeye. It made me laugh a lot when I heard it. Was it the warmer line? No, it's it's when he describes the when Hillary Clinton speaks, her mouth forms the looks like a and yeah. okay. Good evening, America. I am going to be so good tonight. <laughs> I am going to be so calm and so presidential that all of you watching are going to cream your jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Secretary Clinton, let's begin with you. Why are you a better choice than your opponent to create jobs and put money into the pockets of American workers? Well, Lester, my my opponent's tax plan benefits the top 1% so much. It's not just trickle-down economics. It's, I don't know, I guess if I had to call it something off the top of the old dome with no prep whatsoever, I I don't know, I I guess I'd call it trumped-up (laughs) trickle-down economics. That's very catchy, Secretary. You, you just came up with that just now. I did. Right off the stiff red cuff. <laughs> yeah, no preparation at all. <laughs> I've got a very presidential answer for this. Our jobs are fleeing this country. They're going to Mexico. 
They're going to China. I <laughs> <laughs> will stop that. If Hillary knew how, she would have done it already. Period. End of story. I won the debate. I stayed calm, just like I promised. And it is over. Good night, Hofstra. <laughs> Donald. Donald. There's still 88 minutes left. It's a 90-minute debate. My microphone is broken. <laughs> she broke it with Obama. She and Obama stole my microphone. They took it to Kenya. They took my microphone to Kenya and they broke it and now it's broken. And here he starts sniffing like Donald Trump. So throughout the debate, Donald Trump kept sniffing. Yeah. And then he later denied it like it would. Well, he said his mic was broken. He's like, mic broken mics make sniff noises? <laughs> well, and he tried to blame a broken mic on his poor debate performance overall, not just yeah. the sniffing. And it's complete and utter fucking bullshit because the only people that the mic wasn't responding to, and it wasn't even the microphone, it was the sound system in general. The microphone was fine. It still oh, picked yeah. up everything. It yeah. still recorded everything, still broadcast everything. But in the debate hall itself, people in the audience couldn't hear him very well. Oh, so he couldn't hear his own voice as loudly as he likes to. No, he, no. no, <laughs> no. And as far as everybody on stage knew, yeah. everything was fine. As far as everybody on stage knew, everything was fine. This, it, and it reminded me of when, uh, fucking, what what's the guy who who used to be on Daily Show had his own show and was recently Larry Wilmore? Hmm. Uh, Larry Wilmore came into town here in Utah a few years ago, and they did a little stage thing. And uh, one of the people that he had on stage with him, her microphone uh, was fucked. Like we in the audience could hardly hear anything she was saying at all, and. They on stage had absolutely no idea because they oh, can still yeah. hear each other just fine. Yeah. The record and the guys in the recording booth could hear everything just fine. It was it was transmitting to them fine, but the speakers in the audience, one of the channels for their PA yeah. system was out. Yeah, wasn't working very well, and so her mic kept cutting in and out, mm -hmm. and so everybody in the audience had a hard time hearing it. But everybody in the recording booth, everybody on stage had no fucking idea that that was going on. And it's the same thing here. Yeah. Donald Trump would have no fucking idea that anything was going on. It wasn't until after the debate when people came up to him and said, hey, we had a hard time hearing you. He's like, oh, oh, whew, you've given me the perfect excuse. Thank you very much. Mm. Or he's saying, whew, good thing you couldn't hear what I said because this is a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> so you have no idea how crazy I sounded on stage? Perfect. <laughs> perfect. This is wonderful. You're an amazing individual. But yeah, so he, he tries to blame his poor debate performance, not on a lack of preparation. When days later we hear people within his own camp saying how frustrated they were that he didn't do any debate yeah. prep at all. And that any debate prep they tried to do with him, he couldn't focus at all. He's, or he's like a kid. He's like an ADD little yeah. kid. Like he can't pay attention to anything. He's constantly checking his phone. He's tweeting. He's watching television, anything but doing what he should be fucking doing, yeah. which is preparing for the debate. And he calls Hillary Clinton out for preparing for the debate. Like it's a bad thing. Yeah. She left a campaign trail because she needed rest. No, she was preparing for the debate and probably did actually need rest after having pneumonia and too. kicked your ass because of it. <laughs> And you hear that? He's picking up somebody's sniffing here. I think it's her sniffs. She's been sniffing all night. Testing, testing. Gina, Gina. Huge Gina. Secretary Clinton, what do you think about that? I think I'm going to be president. <laughs> Thank you. 
<laughs> I mean, this man is clearly unfit to be commander in chief. Oh. He is a bully. Shut up. He started the birther movement. You did. He says climate change is a hoax invented by China. It's pronounced China. <laughs> he has. That's another thing, too, while you were out and that we haven't addressed on the show is Donald Trump recently coming out and say that coming out and saying that President Obama was absolutely born in the United States and is a citizen. Yeah. Oh. And he led the birther movement to get him to admit that he was born in the United yeah, States. Well, and then saying that he did a great job because he he's the one who actually got Obama to show us his birth certificate. OK, but he did that. Six fucking years ago, yeah. and you've continued to say that he – and continued to call into question his citizenship yeah. until last fucking month. Yeah. So for the past five and a half years, you've still been a giant fucking asshole about this and insisted that he wasn't a U.S. citizen and shouldn't be president. Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden it's okay. And then he tries to flip it and say that Hillary Clinton started it all. Yeah. Hmm. And even if she did start it – let's pretend for a moment that she did start it all. What the fuck is his excuse for carrying on with it yeah. for this long, even after getting Obama to show his birth certificate? It's pronounced Gina. Gina. <laughs> huge Gina. That's where the birth certificate comes from. <laughs> the huge Gina? Yep. <laughs> it all started there. That's why it's long form. <laughs> he hasn't released his tax returns, which means he's either not that rich, Wrong. not that charitable, Wrong. or he's never paid taxes in his life. Warmer. I love that. Warmer. <laughs> Let's move on to national security. Mr. Trump, you've criticized Secretary Clinton for voting for the Iraq war, but you yourself supported the war. Wrong, wrong, wrong. You're being very mean to me tonight, Coltrane. Very mean. <laughs> I was against the war. Ask anyone in the world named Sean Hannity. I told yeah. Sean Hannity, call Sean Hannity. So I believe it was 2002 Donald Trump was on the Howard Stern show and I played a yes. clip on it on a previous episode yeah. of, of the Godless Revolution where Donald Trump was asked, how do you feel about the Iraq war? Do you think we should go in? And he's like, well, yeah, probably. Yeah, if I'm, I'd say, OK, sure. Yeah, I'm for it. Yeah. And now is denying that he's done that. Well, he vacillates back and forth between saying that it never happened and, and that, yeah, I said, OK, maybe it was the first time anybody yeah. asked me. I was noncommittal, whatever. And then saying that he has had private conversations with Sean Hannity where he was talking about how horrible the Iraq war was. And you should ask Sean Hannity because, of course, Sean Hannity wouldn't lie about it. Nothing recorded, just no. private conversations. Yeah. But nobody will call and talk to Sean Hannity. <laughs> and I think Sean Hannity kind of said, no, I'm not going to discuss this. Well, and even if he did, everybody knows Sean Hannity is a lying fucking yeah. dickbag anyway. Yeah. You told Sean Hannity on his show, and there's proof. No, I told him in private. <laughs> it was just me and Sean late at night. I leaned over and I whispered in his ear, Sean, I'm against the war in Iraq. And then he whispered in my ear, I'm against the war too. And the next thing I knew, I was kissing Sean Hannity. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right past that. <laughs> the Iraq war is all about judgment. Secretary Clinton, do you think you have better judgment than Mr. Trump? <laughs> yes. 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 Uh, of course I do. Donald Trump has terrible judgment. He makes bad decisions. He's spent his life cheating middle class laborers. Laborers like my own human father who made, um, I, I guess, drapes or uh, printed drapes or sold drapes or uh, something with drapes and he was relatable and I am also relatable. <laughs> 
Mr. Trump, same question. Why is your judgment better than Secretary Clinton? Because it is. I have the best judgment and the best temperament. She's the one with the bad temperament. She's always <laughs> screaming. She's constantly lying. Her hair is crazy. Her face is completely orange, except around the eyes where it's white. And when she stops talking, her mouth looks like a tiny little butthole. <laughs> That was, that was the line I was talking yeah. about. Because Donald Trump does that all the time, where yeah. it looks like his mouth is a tiny yeah. little butthole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's the worst. Secretary Clinton, you have two minutes to respond. Oh, uh, that's okay. He can have my two. <laughs> okay, Mr. Trump, two more minutes. The thing about the blacks... <laughs> ...is that they're killing each other. <laughs> All the blacks live on one street in Chicago, all on one street. I just read that this morning. It's called Hell Street. And they're on Hell Street, and they're all just oh, killing each other, just like I am killing this debate. Secretary Clinton, did you have a response? Um. <laughs> not, a, uh, not a response, more of a request. Can America vote right now? <laughs> well, this has been an illuminating debate, but now it's time for our final... Alicia Machado! <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that? Who was who Alicia Machado? Uh, thank you for bringing that up, Lester. Uh, she is a strong, beautiful, political prop that I almost forgot to mention tonight, even though we already made a web video about her. Uh, Alicia Machado was Miss Universe in 1996. Where'd you find this? And Donald Trump <laughs> called her Miss Piggy. How do you know this? And Miss Housekeeping. That's pretty funny. This <laughs> your response. Lester, why are we talking about this woman? We should be talking about the important issues like Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> She's a fat loser. <laughs> and everyone agrees with me, and I just wanted to bring that up in a presidential debate right at the end, my own volition. Good idea. I did it. <laughs> Secretary Clinton, why are you crying? I'm, I'm sorry, Lester. It's, it's, this is going so well. <laughs> it's going exactly how I'd always dreamed. <laughs> okay, and now it's time to move on to the closing statements. Secretary Clinton, you're first. Listen, America, I get it. You hate me. Uh, you hate my voice and you hate my face. Well, here's a tip. If you never want to see my face again, elect me president and I swear to God I will lock myself in the Oval Office and not come out for four years. But if you don't elect me, I will continue to run for president until the day I die. And I will never die. <laughs> Mr. Trump, final remarks. You know what, Lester? I was going to say something extremely rough to Hillary tonight, but I said to myself, I can't do it. I just can't do it. But if I had said it, it would have been a nuclear bomb. <laughs> because in the 90s, our president was a man named Bill Clinton. Not many people know this, but that man is her husband. In 1998, get this, he had an affair. It's true. My investigators are looking into it right now. It was a woman, was a woman named Monica, very heavy. I don't have her last name yet, but when I get it, 
I'm going to set my alarm for 3.20 a.m. and go sit on my golden toilet bowl and tweet about it until completion. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> just, just to remind everyone at home, this was the presidential debate. Any final words? Live from New York, Please stand by. The Godless Revolution will continue in a moment. Here follows a public service announcement for the Two Skeptical Chaps podcast. <laughs> Greetings, Americans. Over here in London, we are well aware that not all of you are loud, xenophobic, racist, sexist, religious nuts. But many of your politicians who display these frightful traits seem to be quite popular. Particularly a certain wall-obsessed, small-handed, best word-using, daughter-perving, war-inciting, candy-floss-headed clown. To those of you who choose to follow such balderdash, we strongly recommend not to listen to the two sceptical chaps. It probably won't be your cup of tea. Otherwise, give us a listen. Each episode, we cover any news or current affairs from across the globe. Things that annoy or delight us. That's two, as in the number two. And sceptical with a K. The wrong way to spell it. Cheerio! This is Matt Dillahoney, and you're listening to The Godless Revolution. I was actually pretty impressed with Alec Baldwin's ability there. Oh yeah, I mean, not that he's a bad actor generally, but well, he did. I, I was, I just in my mind, I was trying to picture him doing a Trump, and I'm like, could he do? Yeah, maybe. But Alec did, Baldwin has been job. a very comedic actor too. Yeah, yeah, in, especially in recent years. I mean, especially Thirty on Rock, Thomas and... the Tank Engine. Oh yeah, Thirty Rock. Yeah. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> what? He what? doesn't have kids. He doesn't know he's on Thomas. Oh, my. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Thomas the Tank Engine. This is a kid show. Rolling along, and he was on it. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. I didn't know that. I'm just nodding. Everybody, everybody listening at home is going, oh, I can see Dan nodding. This, this is great. Great radio. <laughs> yes, he was. Great, great visual radio. So, yeah, not a comedic show. And then, of course, after the, after the debate, as hinted at at the end of the Saturday Night Live mm-hmm. clip there, Donald Trump spent six days making the Alicia, Alicia Machado? Yeah. Uh, story the main takeaway from the debate because he went on this. You know, because he had treated her so poorly, then the media starts interviewing her about her experiences being Miss Universe. And instead of letting the story just peter away and go, go the wayside, Donald Trump at three in the morning one night starts on this Twitter tirade and loses his fucking mind five days after the debate. And then that was on, that was the news for another three days. So. Yeah, the one interview I saw with her was where she was talking about how patronizing it was to have her sitting on workout equipment, having people photograph her all day long. So, having people photograph her all day long? That was kind of her job as... No, no, but Donald Trump made her go to the gym and work out. Oh, and right. Be, so that people could take photos of her while she was working out. To show, hey, look, look look, look at my it's like prize horse here, all getting ready for the race. And she's like, that wasn't my decision to sit in the gym and jump on a bike and do all this workout stuff with the camera crews there. That was Donald Trump making me do that. And Yeah, I saw I saw another clip of of an interview uh where Donald Trump and Alicia Machado are are sitting talking to each other and he said something shitty to her and she like instantly shot him down from 
Was this a, while she was Miss Universe? Okay. Oh, it was. It was. He he mentioned something about her gaining, uh, you know, gaining some weight or something. And she's like, "No, I didn't." And he's like, "Well, maybe it, no, I didn't." <laughs> and he's like, "Well, okay, well, okay." That was another one of the things that she mentioned in the interview was Donald would keep her to a strict diet and watch everything she did and just basically controlling everything in her life. God, it makes me sad for Melania. Oh, <laughs> Donald's uh, for Melania Trump. Yeah. Who is Why? Donald's other ex? You don't think he's doing the same thing to her? I don't know. But she gets know. the benefit of all his money. money. Yeah, you're right. Fuck feminism. Well. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to be a choice she's made. She was yeah. his hairstylist in the 90s. She wants this yeah. life. <laughs> she was? Yeah. God, why didn't he fire her? <laughs> because it's worked for 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. It's the best hairstyle ever. Best hairstyle yeah, ever. I didn't know they had cotton candy in Serbia. <laughs> she spun it herself. Well, that's why I nice Rumpel's uh, Rumpel Stilt Serb. Have you seen the? Did that, did that pun work? Did that? No, still, that was, that was, still you're, getting, you're warmer, warmer, okay. warmer. Get, getting there. Did you guys see the uh, the Cause Playboy he, cause he videos? Spins wheat into fine gold fibers. Oh, Rumpel uh, Stilt Skin mm-hmm. does that. Yeah. Don't prick your finger on the <sighs> spindle and needle. I'll get yeah. it. I'll get it. <laughs> have you uh, have you seen the Playboy videos that have been leaking out about Which, Donald Trump? Yes. What's Ew. Playboy? There's one Playboy <laughs> video that leaked out where he's being interviewed by people for Playboy, and they're they ask him a few questions. But one of the last questions they ask him is, "Have you ever dated a Playboy model?" He's like, "I can't answer that." And you can see his one of his ex wives in the background just giving him the fucking look at <laughs> giving that. him the stink eye. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think this is an important question the viewers would care about? Well, it's something that really has come up over the last year, and Alicia has done an incredible job. She really has turned out to be one of the great Miss Universes, I Thank will you. say. And she had a little problem during the middle where she gained a little weight. I don't and a think lot of... so. Yeah, she's probably right. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. And so oh, let's, let's okay. talk about that debate because you know, it's okay. interesting. Uh... <laughs> yeah. She's just like, you better shut your fucking mouth yeah. right now. I'll knock your old ass out. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of, I almost kind of took that as like at the end where he's like, okay. Like he's just okay, like, whatever okay. you say. Whatever. Let's yes, just you move did, on. but we'll move on. Yeah. yeah. Like he's still being misogynistic about it. Yeah. But anyway, he's, he's a fucking cockwad. So that was our recap of the presidential debate. Yeah. You're welcome. I'm teetering back and forth, Bob <laughs> waving my arms in the air. Sea legs. Matt's, <laughs> Matt's making fun of me. Woo go. <laughs> That, that could be a hoo-hoo gold moment. It could be a, he, was, he was a gold scale. <laughs> yeah. Balancing yeah. back and forth. Yeah. Can you picture me in like some some old jeans with a, with a shirt and suspenders and I'm dancing around like this? Yeah. I, I found gold. I'd rather not, but I could. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I picture every time you do that. <laughs> Thank you. And you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Rainbow suspenders? No, they would just be oh. like leather straps. Hmm. Hmm. These are old timey days. That's true. That's true. The hoo hoo gold suspenders. Is that all like four overalls? Yeah. Ooh, only one overall <laughs> thing done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Little nipples showing. Like like Uncle hmm. Jesse from that's very Dukes revealing, of right? <laughs> well, if only one side's showing and the other side's like flapped down, mm-hmm. it's like. Oh no! I got what you said. Yeah. It's for breastfeeding. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, anything with nipples can be milk. Right. Um, moving on to the vice presidential debate recap. Sure. You didn't watch it. Nope. 
I watched most of it. Ryan watched most of it. I am convinced that anybody who were that anybody who were to read the transcript of the debate would have absolutely no doubt in their mind that Tim Kaine wiped the stage with Mike Pence. He was more of an attack dog than I thought he was going to be in that whole thing. Absolutely, and he knew his shit. I mean, he was prepared. He was on it. There were a few different times where Mike Pence threw something out there or said something, and I was like, God damn it, why didn't you pounce on that and say this, you know? Uh, there was... There, there were instances where Tim Kaine was was offering direct quotes from Donald Trump and Mike yeah. Pence, you know, saying that they're going to disallow Muslims to be to to immigrate to the country and all that. They're that Mexico sends rapists and drug yep. dealers here and quotes from Donald Trump's books. Yeah, quotes from Donald Trump's books. You know, all of these all of these terrible things that Donald Trump has said and Mike oh, and that you know uh, women who get an abortion should be punished. Yeah. Shit like that. And Mike Pence pretended to live in an alternate universe where none of that ever nope. happened at all. Just completely denied all of it. That's why I like at one point where Mike Pence comes back like, well, that's not true. That's just not, that's just not true. He's like, well, it's in his book. Why don't, mm -hmm. you, why don't you get his book and go read it? So he's just like Trump. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and he, like I said, he just kept denying that it ever fucking happened at all. When we have video and audio of all, of these, of all of these things, of, of the direct quotes yeah. that Mike that uh, Tim Kaine was perfectly mm -hmm. reciting and, and telling them exactly as they were said. Yeah. So he's just it, like David Barton. Yes. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, even though Donald Trump hasn't been in politics, he's been a public figure for a very long time, and everything he's been saying and doing has been kept. So there's a record of it, and you can't get rid of shit on the internet. Yeah, there, there's a public record of all of this kind well, of shit. I think shit. they think just because they're technologically... Handicapped, they think everyone else is. <laughs> That's right. Pence probably grabbed his BlackBerry and go, "I can't. It's not on my Google. Wait, I don't got Google." Well, and, the, and they probably think that uh, that all of the people who would vote for them, you know, are they're they're Trump voters and are aware of what Trump does in the same way that they are uh, Christian church attendees and understand what the Bible says. Yeah. Or mm -hmm. they have never read the Bible. They don't know what the fuck is in it. They trust whoever mm -hmm. is telling them what's in the Bible that that's what is true. Mm -hmm. So they're trusting Mike Pence to tell them what Donald Trump has and hasn't said. They don't watch everything. They don't watch the news. They probably aren't even watching the fucking debate. No. But at the same time, if Hillary said something very sexist, people would be all over her back. If it was on Fox News, it's true. Yeah. Well, well that's debatable. <laughs> I, I don't think it is debatable. I think it's not true if it's on Fox. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and Tim Kaine. But, but as far as the people who are supporting Trump are concerned, yes. Yeah. If it's on Fox, it's true. Mm -hmm. And I think Which that last is, think, time that all the news networks got raided, like the like CNN and MSNBC, yeah, they're only like at 30 or 40 percent for accuracy on reports and being truthful. But Fox News was down at like 13. Oh, yeah. Like mm -hmm. that's that's I mean, 30 is bad, but being half as truthful as the other networks is even worse. talking about absolute truth versus. Yeah. Embellishments. And all. Yeah. Uh, there was a point in the debate, in the debate where Tim Kaine said, quote, if you don't know the difference between dictatorship and leadership, then you got to go back to fifth grade civics class. And he was speaking about Donald Trump and Mike Pence, both referring to Vladimir Putin as being a better leader than, uh, than Barack Obama. Yeah. Mm. And Mike Pence turned to him and said, well, I think that's offensive. That's never happened. I think that's fine. And I'm, and I'm sitting watching it. Wondering, and, and this is one of the moments where I wish Tim Kaine would have turned back and said, how could it be offensive 
if this isn't something you've actually said. I said, if you don't know the difference between these, then you should go back to fifth grade civics class. Mm -hmm. If you do know the difference, it shouldn't fucking offend you at all. If this isn't something that you have said, it shouldn't offend you at all. That would have been a great response. Or or if he would have said, dude, you're running for vice president and you're offended by some little thing that I say on stage (laughs) here tonight? And you're offended by a direct quote? And you're trying to run the country? And you're offended by a direct quote from your own running mate? It offends everybody else. I'm glad it finally has offended you as well. Yeah, yeah. Though I, you know, any of those would have been a perfect comeback, and yeah. he, he didn't pick that up at all. I, so there were a few moments like that where I was kind of disappointed. But overall, I think Tim Kaine did a really great job. I think, if, like I said, if you read the transcript, it would be clear that he annihilated Mike Pence. Mm-hmm. And to be fair to Tim Kaine, really tough circumstances to oh, try yeah. to think on your feet in the way. I mean, we're criticizing from, you know, with hindsight and everything. I'm not. I'm not saying that, not, I'm not saying it's a fair criticism. I'm just right. saying these are things that, you know, would be optimal in my view to say, but you know, well and we're not on the debate stage exactly, under the yeah, lights, yeah, yeah. under pressure. And also Donald Trump is very hard to uh argue for. Well, yeah, that was yeah. or well, defend or defend your guy where Hillary's at least some of the things that people say negatively about her, you've got very good things to defend her back against with those things like hey yeah she's been you know audited so many times and it's been proven that she didn't do anything wrong didn't do anything wrong didn't do anything wrong so and that was another one of the points that tim kane made repeatedly was that mike pence can't even defend his own running mate's positions on things you know he hammered him on saying that women should be punished for abortions that Mm -hmm. you know the the things i've already mentioned the the mexico is sending their rapists and drug dealers uh, then he hit him on uh, saying that Putin was a greater leader, yeah. that other countries should have access to nuclear arms, uh, you know, all of these things. And Mike Pence just kept denying it. And and every time Tim Kaine would say, OK, well, this is what your candidate has said. Defend this position. Yeah. You can't even defend what your running mate is saying. And Mike Pence never did. And no. Tim Kaine kept tracking his head of how many times he did that. And at one point in the debate, he said, Okay, at this point, I have asked him six separate times to defend specific positions or things that the can't, that Trump has said, and he has failed to do so six times in a row. And I thought that was awesome that <laughs> he had actually been keeping track of all of this yeah. in his head while still trying to address all of the points and everything. Um, as I was saying, though, I think anybody who read the transcript would see that Tim Kaine won the debate. But if you were just watching the debate, Mike Pence has this very smarmy calming soothing way of addressing things and and putting on this face of real concern and speaking in but gentle it's, tones. it's easy to do when your eyes are a half a mile in your head <laughs> but he also has that <laughs> half shitty, an inch apart he has that shitty laugh he does though you know he he would knit his eyebrows and squint his eyes a little bit and shake his head anytime tim kane was speaking like that's just not true and it's unfortunate that you would say that and he telegraphed what he clearly thinks is is his campaign's worst or, or biggest problem in that he kept trying to paint the Clinton campaign as being the campaign of insults. Yeah. And it's like, you got to be fucking kidding me, man. <laughs> you're, you're claiming that the Clinton campaign is the campaign of insults. I've, I, I haven't heard any clearer indication of real projection of one's own problems onto somebody else than hearing Mike Pence say that to Tim Kaine during yeah. the debate. Yeah. I, you'd have to go back to the, 1860s probably to get a campaign that's more full of insults than Trump's. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, and, and, then, just, and then there were know, news ad hominems. Yeah, then there have been news articles all over the place after after the debate, laying out that while Mike Pence is saying this on stage that Hillary Clinton's campaign is the campaign of insults, Donald Trump is tweeting insults about t- yeah. how Tim Kaine looks on stage. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so just fucking nonsense. But I, I think Tim Kaine did a great job during the debate. There, there were times where he where he kept interrupting. That that was one thing I didn't like. It's like ah, don't stoop to the level of constant interruption like yeah. Donald was doing during the last debate. That's I didn't like that about it. Well, and and part of that was the way that the debate was styled. It was supposed to be more of a conversation where they would each have two minutes to yeah. address something, and then they would have a conversation back and forth. But but that, Damien seemed like they allowed that often. It'd be he'd start saying something, and he would just jump on him for whatever yeah. he's saying. It's like ah. Yeah, and then he was Show speaking, some, and then he was, you could tell he was a little bit nervous because he kept speaking really, really fast, like he yeah. needed to get all of his points out there as fast as he possibly could. And I don't know that, well, now that I think about it, I, you, I don't you know do have that a time limit. Yeah, I don't know that that's even necessarily being nervous other than just being aware of the clock and wanting to make sure you get all of your yeah. points out there. I mean, there's even at one point, I think, where the, the moderator even said to him, we got to stop and continue because we're running out of time because you two just keep mm-hmm. arguing over top of each other. She even said, stop. People at home can't understand what you're saying if you keep talking over top of each other. Yeah, well, and even she was, even she did that too. You know, I, yeah. it's hard. Like, how do you get the the person that you're trying to moderate to just shut the fuck up for a minute so yeah. that you can actually moderate what is yeah. being said? I can understand from her point having to jump in like that and be like, hey, you two, stop fighting. I'm, I'm going to grab the hose. Well, yeah, there was there was one point during the debate where she tried to ask Mike Pence a question and told him, you know, okay, your time is up. And then she started reading the question and he just kept going and yeah. going and going. And she's reading the question over the yeah. top of him for a good five or ten seconds. And then they had to go back and redo all of that again anyway. And I don't know who she was as far as in the media world. I don't know if I've ever seen her on TV before. Is that Elaine Quijano, I believe? Yeah, or I don't know if she's... I know I've heard the name before. I don't know what network she's affiliated with or anything. That's why I was kind of wondering if she's been a... She's, if she's newer or if she's just not on main network TV quite a bit. And maybe she was even nervous being on you know, a prime time yeah. show like that too. Yeah, it's possible. But this was the only vice presidential debate that we will have this election cycle. We have two more presidential debates... The next one being wasn't there supposed Sunday. to be five? I think maybe initially they had talked about five, and then whittled it down to three. But still, five in well, it's a two month time frame. That's not too incredibly bad, I guess. Well, the next debate will be a town town hall style debate. I like those better sometimes. Yeah, because you hear. I mean, they got to talk directly to an actual person. That who's has that in the concern. audience who's that, asking yeah. the question right now, even though we know those those questions are vetted by the news agency beforehand well, and it it they lend themselves to the candidates not being able to interrupt each other, yeah, while they're speaking because they're answering questions of somebody in the audience now, I wonder if they're going to do it like they did the last one where they each go on stage individually or if they're both going to be on stage at the same time No, as far as I know, they're both going to be on stage at the same time, so that still leaves Donald Trump with the ability to actually interrupt Hillary if she's saying something. He doesn't agree with her saying. Uh, there's there's a possibility of that. It's it's less likely, but it'd be well. We all know what it would re- be fun if he did. Because yeah, well, that- we know his level of restraint. So <laughs> I'm gonna be so temperamental. Yeah. It's gonna be awesome. So I wouldn't put it past him to jump in like that. You're gonna be amazed at how temperamental I can be. I have the best temperament. <laughs> I have the temperament of a cheetah. <laughs>
To be an atheist, you have to believe that it is possible, which I think is a far greater leap of faith. That's something that can be created out of nothing. When you, when you look at the majesty and sophistication and the intricacy of the universe that we do know and comprehend, you have to believe that somehow that this energy could have existed on its own, and I do not believe that is... That, to me, is a leap of faith. You, you give me the awful impression, I hate to have to say it, of someone who hasn't read any of the arguments against your position ever. Why do you think America is a Christian nation? That was the creator of everything. We have Christian belief to be the foundation of our lives. And I believe God isn't done with America. And that's the Lord we know. You said you brought more stuff, Matt? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. We were just leaning back, reading shit, and we were talking, and I was like, yeah, go ahead. are we boring just, you? Sorry. <laughs> I wasn't being, I wasn't being <laughs> passive aggressive. I was okay. just, I just have nothing to add, really. I didn't oh, watch it. True. Yeah. He you, was you could, just get, you could just get in on how much we hate Donald Trump. Trump, Trump sucks. Trump sucks <laughs> the worst. Trump's the worst. He's a big dummy head. He's <laughs> a poo-poo face. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Well, what else? What else? And he's never going to be president. No, I, we hope not. Yeah, I hope not. I think his chances are slipping. They're they're looking more and more slim, but still, I got I in know. an argument yeah. today. There's still a chance. I got in. A, I got in an, in an internet argument today with a guy who was attacking. He, he was attacking another. He, he was attacking another person in in a leadership position okay. in the atheist community, and it reminded me of. A couple of the posts I've had where people will just come on and, you know, make rants and accusations against me that don't even really necessarily relate to the post I made initially. It's just they have a platform where they can post a comment and Mm -hmm, be really fucking shitty about stuff. Yep. And so I saw this guy attacking this this other uh, atheist leader and I just made a comment about. So so the the other uh, atheist leader had uh, posted an article about uh, climate change Mm -hmm. and the carbon levels reaching what they've considered kind of a tipping point at 400 parts per million or whatever. And, you know, so I read the article and then I read this guy's comment and it was this really shitty thing about, well, you're the one who's supporting, uh, who's supporting the criminal Shillery Clinton (laughs) who's owned by all the oil companies and the fracking industry and who doesn't give a shit about our environment. And you, you, you pledged your undying fealty and loyalty to this criminal who's doing all of these things and is destroying our planet instead of supporting Jill Stein, who's such a, who's a much better candidate. Why, Why should we even think that you care about the environment in the first place? Isn't Hillary the only one that has the platform of wanting to increase our infrastructure on renewable energies and jobs and education in that sector she she has talked i mean she's acknowledged that climate change is a real thing so so i read this comment and i'm like this guy's clearly just being an asshole and then i go and look at uh this other guy's timeline you know the the person who had initially posted the the article Mm -hmm. and this guy who attacked him on this post like has just almost the entire wall that i could scroll through were just posts where this guy had made repeated posts attacking, uh, it was David Tamayo, attacking him on his timeline, making post after post after post Mm. on David's timeline attacking him. And I was like, this guy is clearly unhinged. Yeah. So I just made a comment and said, you're accusing David of not caring about the environment, 
but you're backing a candidate who has no chance of winning at all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you are shitting on the only candidate who has a chance of winning, who acknowledges that climate change yeah, is real right. Right. and that has said that they're going to input or implement specific things to try to mitigate those it's part of her platform. We hope she initiates it. Right. That she, that she has some things, uh, in her policy plans that she wants to put in place. Sure, they may not be as good as you want, but she's the only candidate yeah. who's even acknowledged exactly. and is willing to do something about it's, it. Exactly. It's, it's right. better than the other major party and, candidate who wants to do more oil, yeah. more coal, and more fracking. Yeah. yeah. And in, and instead of supporting her, you're continually shitting on her. So the argument could be made that you, by shitting on her, yeah. are driving voters away from her. Possibly toward Trump to or, the, to, or toward not participating at all, yeah. which mm-hmm. lessens the likelihood that she would become president yep. and increases the likelihood that Donald Trump would become president. So why should we, why yep. should we think that you give a fuck about the that's environment a, all? You exactly are the one right. making a shitty fucking argument. Can yeah. you see now how your argument is bullshit? Yep. And then he went on this other tirade and I was like, okay, well, now I see why David has chosen not to engage you because it's yeah. a waste of time. Yeah. And that's it, the exact right response. If I Jill's, mean, that's what I would have said. I mean, I'm sorry to say, but your candidate is not a viable option. No. Yeah. Sorry. If, I mean, Jill Stein is better in a lot of ways. But she's, she's not, not as polling. hawkish as Hillary and, and a, no, a whole number of other things. But, but her anti-science stuff. Yeah, she's anti-science in some ways. But, but you, know, you know, but the fact is we're trying to do our goddamnedest to not make Donald fucking Trump <laughs> the next president <laughs> yeah. of the United States. And by any measurable standard, Hillary Clinton is better than Donald Trump. Yeah. So mm. if you prefer Jill Strong, I prefer Bernie. Yeah. Guess what? Can't vote for him. Nope. He's not an option. So where am I well, going to go? You can write a minute. I'm going to go to Hillary. Oh, okay. Fair enough. But but the thing is, I'm not going to, you know, I mean, you and the other four people can go vote for Jill Stein. Fine. Fair enough. But the rest of us have to make a calculated decision as to who's going to be best for the future of this world. And that's not Donald Trump. Yeah. So who else is there? Okay. That's, oh, right. Hillary. So I'm going to vote for fucking Hillary. Yeah. That's well, why I like this this football analogy. They were all in the playoffs, ooh, but only two of them are in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, and it's not even that. You know, I and I I'm, I've been trying to move away from the whole the whole idea of it's kind of like if it was Batman versus Superman, you know, guys, you know what I mean? (laughs) And there's only two left. You know what I mean? Well, I've been trying to move away from the whole idea of voting for the lesser of two evils because that's that's always going to be the case. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who they are. You can, you can use that specific terminology. I prefer to vote for the better of the two candidates who have a chance at actually fucking winning. Yeah. Right. And if you think that Donald Trump is the better candidate because you feel candidate? that- Candidate? Did I say candidate? I think you said candidate. I thought I said candidate. That's, that's a better fit, actually. If Donald Trump is the, is okay, the best Do- candidate? If, if, if Donald Trump is the best, better candidate, <laughs> and that's what you truly feel and you side with him and you think that he represents you, um, you're a fucking douche. Yeah. Most likely. Yeah. I can't imagine. I mean, I've, I've asked people- and you have camo somewhere on your 95 Dodge Ram. <laughs> I've asked people why they would vote for Donald Trump or, or, you know, any argument for Donald Trump. I made a post about a week ago saying, you know, at this point, my assumption is that if you're a Donald Trump supporter, you're either sexist, xenophobic, misogynist, racist, mm-hmm. an idiot, 
or mm-hmm. any combination of the above. Mm-hmm. Could be that all. is my assumption of anybody who would actually vote for Donald Trump at this point. Mm-hmm. And then I said, is that assumption wrong? Am I wrong for making that assumption? What other reasons can you give me <sighs> yeah. that are good reasons to vote for Donald Trump? How would he yeah. actually improve things for you or anybody you know? That, that's why and it's it's all going to be couched in. St- I mean, people are just smart enough to know that those are not the answers they can give in in society. So they're going to say things like all the bullshit we've heard. Well, he's the only one that could get things done. He's going to fix the national <laughs> debt. He's not a real politician, so he's not subject to you know being swayed by those all that kind of bullshit, which is obviously not even true. That's the stuff you're going. Those are the answers you're going to get. The the only. The only argument that I received in response that I thought was – well, and I, and I didn't get anybody who was like a real rah-rah Trump supporter. He's going to be a great president. The only responses I received that I thought were even worth addressing were were comments along the line of, well, I would vote for him only so that he can hasten the Republican Party's demise. So that he can get in office and fuck things up so horribly that the Republicans wouldn't be able to hold power for the next decade or, you know, next century or however fucking long. And I mean, that's, in, I think that's a pretty short sighted and selfish view because it's, then, it's stupid. because then you're saying, I don't give a fuck about the number of yeah. people that they would harm in the meantime, yeah. as long as the, as long as it was, as it would ultimately pay off in the Republican party going away. And maybe not even for us in our lifetime. Yeah. And I mean, that's 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 a bullshit. That's not true. There's no way somebody thinks like that. I hope not. There's no way somebody there's <laughs> there's no way somebody. But they made that argument repeatedly and, yeah. and kept trying to defend it. I guarantee there's people that think like that. That's ridiculous. It is. And the Republican Party is already on the way out. Yeah. I mean, they're all they're already killing themselves in the in their policies and in the candidates they're they're putting forth to carry the banner for the party itself. That's not. That's not a strategy for anything. <laughs> nobody, nobody uses that strategy for anything. Think of anything where you're, where you're, com- where you're being competitive and you're like, Oh, well, I'm just going to go ahead and spot the other team X amount of points because, you know, the, the fans will probably hate them. It's, it's a, it's a strategy <laughs> for That's nuclear fucking war. fucking stupid. It's a nuclear war strategy. Nobody, nobody really does that. No, nobody who's nobody who's not mentally subnormal does stuff like that. <laughs> but my big problem is when we hear Trump supporters and you ask, "Well, why do you like Trump?" And they're like, "He speaks to me. He says what he yeah, wants. He's, he's he's our everyday regular billionaire buddy." But what does that say about that person? <laughs> they're saying, "Oh no, yeah. he's just a normal person like every I'm, other billionaire." I'm glad it's not that about the money. They're racist. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like yeah. I'm glad someone is up there. That is confirming in my racist, sexist, bigoted ways. Yep. And now I can be more sexist, racist, and bigoted because look at him. He's doing it and it gives me permission to do it now yeah, too. I ex- like that. Exactly. And they're all the same people who complain about political correctness because that's what puts them in their little box. That yeah. they were, I'm not allowed to speak my mind anymore. No, because you're a fucking asshole. So no, you're not allowed to talk. Unless you want social repercussions. And so now Trump gets up there and starts spewing all this 1950s bullshit and all these old ass fucking hillbillies get out and they get it. Oh, yeah. He's speaking my mind. Yeah. He's finally saying it. And and then they're going to turn around. And when you say, well, why do you support Trump? 
they already know. They're not going to yeah. say, oh, it's because I'm a racist, sexist asshole. They're going to be like, he could get shit done. It's because Trump lets me drag black people behind my truck with chains tied around their ankles. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. I guarantee a few have thought that. Are you voting for Trump this No, <laughs> no. I vote to shoot the guy driving the truck with the black guy behind it. Okay. Okay, then. Like, then, I, I guess if someone has to die, that's that's the better option. Well, if that guy's going to kill someone, and you can save the guy's life. Sure, sure, sure. Um, so I know I I, I posted it out on uh, Facebook on the Atheist of Utah site. But that you were going to shoot that guy? No. Oh no, about Trump getting shot. Um, when I was back oh. home, I was uh, I was hanging out with my grandfather and having some talks with him. And a he's going to shoot him. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, actually, that's, that's where this is going. Um, <laughs> A person called that was a Trump, you know, caller or whatever you could like the, uh, what do you call those people that sit and call and try to get people to vote for people? Canvasser? Yeah. He's like a person that was canvassing over the phone and okay. called my grandfather. I could hear my, he's kind of looking, listening on the phone for about 15 seconds. He goes, no, I will not vote for that man. And mm-hmm. I can hear him listen to him again. He goes, no, the only vote you got is for us to kill Donald Trump. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Nice. It's like, wow. And then he hung up. I'm like, Grandpa, the FBI has doesn't like that kind of stuff. He doesn't oh, care. I'm sure he no. Cares. <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't care, care at all. <laughs> what are they gonna do? Yeah. But I just thought that was funny. <laughs> they still can't take my Packers away. Nope. <laughs> and it was you know, I, I had a very good conversation with my grandfather about politics. He's been around for a long time, seen a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. And he is even like, Yeah, that guy's fucking nuts. Yeah. And he's seen 80 years of crazy shit. <laughs> I've seen some crazy shit in my time, and this guy <laughs> takes the cake. No Remember when they used to... They used to hang flyers with all kinds of flapdoodle on them. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It seems to me that those people who have their faith, who believe so strongly in God... If they really believe strongly their God, they believe they're right, they believe that they, they, are, they occupy the moral high ground, they should be only too willing to sit down and put this, not to the scientific test, but to the political moral discussion test of talking about why they believe what they believe. Are you up to the task of explaining to the rest of us who don't have your hotline to God why you're right? You and the Godless Revolution will be reassimilated in three, two, one. What What else do we have to speak about this evening? You brought more things, yes? I brought more things. I, I did bring things. Oh. Instead of handing out candy this Halloween, the last living homo flaccidus, Ken Ham. Homo flaccidus? <laughs> yeah. Hold no? on. You'll get it. Okay. Oh, wait. Not a homo. Oh, not homo erectus. Not a homo erectus. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ken Ham with Answers in Genesis wants you to give trick or treaters fake one million dollar bills. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Just like the ones the Ark Encounter made this fiscal fiscal year. Yeah, that'll make you really popular in the neighborhood with all the kids. Sure will. The bills warn children of the fiery hell that Ham believes awaits them. They say this: Have you ever lied, stolen, or used God's name in vain? Part of the fake bill with Noah's Ark on the front. 
also says that the penalty for your crimes against God is death and eternal hell, of course. We should ignore for now the pesky bit about God having unconditional love for his children. It just wouldn't be Ken Ham without the presence of dinosaurs, and another bill picturing one contains an equally unintellectual statement. Have you ever lied, stolen, hated, or dishonored your parents? Have you ever looked with lust? God says that's the same as committing adultery in your heart. We should kill you. Mm -hmm. If you've ever broken any of these rules, you're doomed. The penalty of sin is death and eternity in hell. Don't try to hide either, because God knows your every thought, word, and deed, and your conscience confirms that you're guilty. That fucking pervert. (sighs) The manimal ham asks us again to forget that God is often described as merciful and kind. <laughs> Along with selling packs of the hell money, Answers in Genesis is also hawking a Halloween learn and share kit, which contains both sets of bills, a DVD and an anti-Halloween lecture and an anti-Halloween book that appears to be print- a printed version of an essay from an evangelical Christian organization's website. According to the essay, Halloween has evil intent, considerable paganism, and the glorification of death and demons. The group the group urges churches to host social functions on October 31st to prevent kids from celebrating. Go instead to a church which has evil intent, considerable paganism, glorification of death and demons, and rape. But also, it lies to your children by telling them their 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 worst nightmares are really true. So that's the difference. Fuck that guy. Yeah. What an asshole. It's it's like the Christians who hand out fucking chick tracts when yeah. you go out. Yeah, that's exact. That's it, these are his chick tracts. Yeah, that's horseshit. I saw I saw another one where it had a picture with you know everyday Halloween costumes that kids would wear. Like it covered all the gamuts of them, and it gave little names underneath it, and said, "If I see a kid come to my house wearing these, I'm going to tell him to go straight to hell, and so should you." But here's the thing: what I a mean, bunch of fucking fun smashers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was just going to say. Here's the thing: is that none of those kids are thinking about. Halloween on any of these levels. They're not thinking about like tree worship and animal sacrifice or whatever <laughs> was going on in the Are you sure? in the hippie days of uh you know pre-modern Europe. I, you know, it's it's just dress up and get candy. It's a fun day. It's just a fun day. It's just well, I, who I cares? thought the uh, the origin of All Hallows Eve had a semi what was a religious origin where it was mm-hmm. It was it was the day that the dead would awake and walk the world so you should dress up and pretend like a ghoul or whatever so to scare them back into the grave. Not to scare them back but to blend in with them and not be you know Yeah, but, no, but the kids are yeah. yeah, the ki- nobody's no. awoken from the dead for thousands of years, Ryan. It's well, fine now. At least two. At least, yeah, at least two. two. At least yeah. two of the thousands of but years. I keep hearing these stories from Christians where some guy's dead and they say, ah, bah, 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 and they slam <laughs> him on the head. Now he's alive again. <laughs> I don't know if they said, ah, bah, 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 but that's the first thing I think came it was actually Alakazam. Oh, Alakazam. <laughs> those, are the, I those are the Muslim words, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Fuck me. I was, Sorry. I was, I was having Iraq flashbacks. Hocus Pocus. <laughs> yeah, Hocus Pocus. <laughs> there we go. It's more Roman. Hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so. I don't know. Kids aren't thinking about that. No. You don't need to tell them they're fucking going to hell on Halloween. It's bullshit. You shouldn't be telling also, them. Also, hey, gonna... why not do it for Christmas, too? That has significant pagan roots. I'm and sure does. you will. You know? We should go back to the original roots of Christmas. Booze, sex, and do whatever the fuck you want for 12 days. It sounds like a party. 
there's no rules for them 12 days of uh, sanitarium or however you pronounce it. Saturnalia? Saturnalia, that's what it was. Sanitarium? For for them 12 days of sanitarium. Leave me be. Maybe I was thinking that because nowadays people who who go out and do that kind of stuff get sent to a sanitarium. (laughs) Leave your U-lugs in the sanitarium, please. I I was going Metallica with it. Okay. Enter sanitarium? Sanitarium, leave me be. Hmm. Anyway. Hmm. Never mind. (laughs) Maybe you guys are too young for that. I mean, Possibly. I, know, I know who they are. I've listened to some of their music, but not in a long oh time. <laughs> <sighs> Moving on. I know the album. I just, I was never. The album? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they had one. One hit they had one album. Big selling album, no, I think. No. <laughs> no, they had a lot of albums. I remember their, I know about their bass player being killed when their, when their tour bus slipped over and he died and stuff. And hmm. How Metallica was so poor at one point that they were going on tour, had nothing but to eat, but. Bread and peanut butter. Bread and loaves and fishes? No, no fishes, just peanut <laughs> yeah. butter, they said, because they rejected all the record labels and wouldn't go mainstream with it, so they're trying to support themselves It's about on the, the road. music, man. Yeah, Metall- That's the way they were. <laughs> yeah, Metallica definitely never went mainstream. <laughs> well, when they were first starting off, they didn't want to take and join a record label, because they thought that that's you know selling out to the man type thing. They don't want to sell out. They don't want to join a record label, so they did it on their own. And it kind it cost- of does sound like you know about them. I do know about them. Oh. We were just mm. lying to make Dan feel old. Yeah. <laughs> you bastard. Fuckers. <laughs> I really don't know, but that's because, I mean, I know some of their stuff, but that's just because I don't really like music. But So I have I have two audio things that that we could still cover for the evening. Do you do you have anything else? Should we do these? Are we sandwiching? Do you, sure. get, do you have more stuffs? Uh, I have. Or, or do you want to do any of the stuff with the uh, the leak? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, we have, we have the Mormon leaky. Yeah, if we cover those those last, well, <laughs> there's Took you so long, and you came up with the Mormon leaky, I'm, which were the words he already I'm old used, and it's past my bedtime. <laughs> well, there there was quite a bit in it, and everything is quite long. Yeah, that's and true. Boring. Yeah, and boring as fuck. Well, that's where, it's... like, even with this one that I that I brought over. Uh, we can go through some of the other ones some other time, but I think we should at least go through the last bit of it that kind of goes to show how much the LDS church is in with government. Does it ever say where these videos are coming from? Like, who is filming this? Or is oh, it, it's, filmed, it's, it's filmed it's an internal every thing. time? And the, they... the LDS church. So the LDS church was filming these things as an internal thing hmm. um, so they could show it to other people in other, you know, big stake leaders and stuff. But it was never meant to become public. It was all supposed to be kept private. Because I've been really addicted to the secret recordings of the temple <laughs> procedures. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Oh, freak. They are so crazy. I, I still need to try to get that guy on the show. Yeah, that'd be oh awesome. Oh, my gosh. He's local, so maybe he can even just come yeah, over. Yeah, so it's, it's better so recording. amazing. Like, if you just sit there and have some drinks and dissect it a little bit <laughs> with some friends, it's really an interesting evening. Mm, I... I, I've I've only watched little bits of those because I really I don't know I, I guess I haven't really had much interest I know I know how fucking crazy the things are it's still creepy can I just say though like so I was watching it with a bunch of friends and I <laughs> first thing right so uh-huh. we're watching it and Jesus gets his plan we don't get commanded to follow these rules and go right back to heaven right Jesus gets his plan like he's handed like, like we he... get free will okay. 
Free will, right? Yeah. So he, get, he his plan is the one that gets or, implemented. Right. Or, or, yeah. or as the LDS devil, church says, consciousness. Free conscience. Well, whatever. So the devil gets cast out because, you know, his plan he, is so absurd. Making people happy. Yeah, just using going right his, to heaven, you jackass. Using not, his free not, will. Not having suffering and pain. Yeah. So literally within the first couple minutes of this taping... They're reenacting how Adam and Eve came here and all that mm-hmm. shit. And within the first few minutes, God commands them to have children and multiply and whatever. And it's like, wait a minute. Y'all start what if fucking. she's an urban woman who doesn't want fucking kids? <laughs> what the hell? Like, no yeah. free will. Right? Like, right off. Boom. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, if she's just like, I don't want yeah. my vet like, JJ ripped open. First yeah, fucking thing. Yeah. First thing. Well, we've all just learned in these commandments out. that women don't matter. We're kicking Satan out because he was about free will. Now get down there and start making babies. I command you to do what this. If dude, what if dude didn't want kids? Yeah. He just wanted a good time. Isn't that like like <laughs> no, forced rape by the by God? Slip it up the ass. Like he doesn't want fucking kids. <laughs> That's what they do in what Provo if, anyway. What if he was gay well, and they didn't just dry dock it or <laughs> yeah. like rest? What is it? Um, <laughs> it just um, rest in soaking. there. Soaking. Soaking. Yep. There you I go. I think dry docking is it's a gay thing. Yeah, I know. Okay. I lived in Provo. <laughs> <laughs> Those people go, take blankets to the park and lay there under the blankets and think dry nobody dock. knows anything. Yeah, I know. I watched it all. <laughs> oh, we know you're not ordinarily that restless, okay? You're not fooling anyone. And if you're cold, you put the blanket over your whole body. <laughs> <laughs> not just your naughty bits. <laughs> So if, if the person you're contemplating voting for believes all that, believes that the Garden of Eden was in Missouri, <laughs> believes that Native Americans are the lost ten tribes of Israel, believes that Jesus visited North America, I mean, these beliefs are barking mad. Rejoining the Godless Revolution podcast now. So this is, you, you've titled this bit of the video as Last Bit of Bullshit? Yeah, because it was getting late when I was watching all these videos, all the, like, the hours and hours of them, and I was trying to pull oh, stuff out. Oh, I thought you said you were getting laid. No, I was at work. Yeah, getting laid, I thought. No, so I wasn't, I wasn't getting... <laughs> That's what I thought you said, so you just yeah. hurried it up. Yeah, I was just getting laid by all the dudes at work. I'm not judging you. <laughs> no judgment here. That's how he knew to cover up the certain parts yeah. of the yep, cold. there you go. No, I got I, we got locks on our doors. Oh well, there you go. Yeah. Who needs blankets? <laughs> okay. All right. So this is titled "Last Bit of Bullshit." You, you want to set this up? Give us a little bit of background. So this is so this is a, a Washington center. I just forgot his fucking name. But uh, this was this happened in 2012, and he was there giving a speech to Senator the, Smith, something like that. I think it was a Smith. It, it is might Smith. Been, yeah. yeah. Uh, so he's giving a speech to, to the Quorum one. of the Twelve Apostles. And this is after he got done doing his speech, and he's sitting down with the Quorum of the Twelve to talk at the end. And they're basically discussing how important politics is to the Mormon Church. Hmm. Let's hear what he has to say about it. Did you want to make any comments? I, I you know, I, I think I've uh, reflected my my views uh, in my introduction of the senator. And uh, again, what 
I, I just can't stress what it means to the Church of Jesus Christ and Latter-day Saints to have five, which we've had, five temple-carrying, temple-recommend-carrying high priests in the United States Senate and a large number in the House of Representatives, what it means to the transaction of business to have... Well, yep. <laughs> what it means to the transaction of business for the church. So, Does that surprise you? Well, so, no. But the interesting thing is that what what possibly could a church and sitting senators have to do with business? So, well, I don't know. That's really not clear. I mean, huh. how could a senator really be, work to benefit a church and its business holdings? Why would there be any connection? There shouldn't be. Interesting. But earlier on and, in and these... And he's not even trying to hide it. No. 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 He's bragging well, about it. He's well, saying yeah. how fucking wonderful these it are is. are closed-door meetings, though. Yeah. But even at the beginning, uh, earlier in the guy's talk, he's talking about how... Um, it wasn't... Uh, I can't remember the, the apostle's name, but one of the apostles called him up and said, hey, we need a me- meeting in India. So... He jumped on a plane, flew to India, and and went there and to the ambassador and stuff of India and had a conversation with them on how they were going to get missionaries into India, where they weren't allowed. And basically, at the end of the conversation, the next day as he was getting ready to leave leave India, uh, the representative in India said, "How many do how many visas do you need? We will allow them to come in now." And he asked for 200 visas for missionaries to come into India, and he got 200 visas. So he flies there as as, as an official representative of, of the, the United, United States. States of America. Right. Yes. That's that's how he as gets a, the meeting with the ambassador. That's how he gets the meeting with the ambassador, and he talks several but times about— But the purpose about, of the trip is to actually do, do work, work for, for the, the LDS, LDS church. church. Yes. That's fucking horseshit. I think he'll even—even even at the end of this year, he'll, he'll mention that again. Hmm. Access to be able to influence decisions to reach beyond our shores, and as I said in my introduction, uh, what Senator Smith has done, and I can say the same for our other brethren of both parties. Uh, it is of inestimable value to this church. Our brethren of wow. both parties. The only, the only beyond our shores. Yes. Yeah. Well, and the only Democrat that I can think of that Harry is LDS Reed. is Harry Reid. Oh, they mention him by name. Oh, fan, fucking tastic. And I hope that uh, in the days and years ahead, that the miracle of these brethren being in Washington will be will be repeated, and that uh, worthy brothers and sisters of this church in this country and in other lands will rise up and find ways to be in elective office and to be able to help carry the burden because there is a political and economic component that is vital in how the church operates. Political and economic part of the church component that's vital to the church's operations. Hmm. So how are they not breaking the 501c3 by having political influence? Are they a 501c3? And why? Yeah. Well, they're Absolutely. yeah, they're a religious organization. A religious they're, nonprofit is not allowed to have political. I thought sway. I thought the Mormon Church was a corporation, a corp, a corporate soul. Both they have a corporate entity, but they also have the religious side of it. But when they're sending people, a senator, to foreign countries to do religious bidding to have missionaries come over there, that has because nothing to do with the corporate side they of the business. Have. 
is is Thus, proselytizing like in this time. And why They're losing? Why ground. would they need any political influence at all? Can't they just pray to their magic sky daddy and have mm-hmm. him change the yeah. minds of the politicians elsewhere? That's yeah. what he's doing. He's working through men, Dan. But they don't, they shouldn't need to send their own representatives. <laughs> they can just pray to their fucking imaginary friend in the sky to have him change the minds of the other people. Or why they shouldn't need any representatives? Why doesn't one of the members About of the Quorum will. of the Twelve fly over there and talk to political leaders over in foreign countries? Because they don't have that sway. Well, but they shouldn't. Like I said, mm. they shouldn't even need that. If their no. imaginary friend is re- really exists and is really on their side, why does he make it so fucking difficult? Why yeah. does it? Why He's does everything? Them, but why does everything that happens make it appear that he doesn't fucking exist yeah, yeah. in the first place? Yeah, you said it. I mean, he said it himself that it's a miracle that they have people in these positions to help it, with this. And it's like, it, why? Yeah, why would it be that hard? Why would it take a miraculous event for him to spread what the only thing he's apparently the only thing he's concerned with this God is spreading the word. But yet it takes miraculous events for him to be able to do it over the span of 150 years. And it takes the work of ordinary men doing these things. It's not God doing them himself. And by breaking the laws to do it. Yeah. Yeah, There are no actual miracles happening here. It's all fucking things that would happen whether God existed or not. Well, right. And and by having a person in political office that has the the pull to go over there and talk to these people, right? That's what I mean. That it it also requires breaking the law to do it. Yes. Mm. And the, some of the critical gating decisions that are made as the church enters other countries, how it exists, what we can do in this country. I, I think there have been. And Elder Wickman is an eyewitness of this. That there are things that are miraculous that have happened for the church. And I go back to what I used to hear Elder Neil Maxwell say so often, that that the Lord is in the details. And we see in the details and in government, things happen that otherwise we would never think would happen. Like what? Yeah. What things have happened that you would otherwise think wouldn't happen without God's influence? Mm. Someone from your church got elected? Whoopty fucking do. Yeah. And then and then they ran a goddamned campaign. It's not like they were <laughs> sitting on their ass at home and all of a sudden they were magicked into the office of a fucking senator. Yeah, or maybe or maybe the surprising thing is that a Mormon senator is trying to push a Mormon agenda in politics. Ooh, that's shocking. Weird, right? And one or, guy is an eyewitness. Yeah, they have yeah. one eyewitness. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Or, There's always an eyewitness. Like uh-huh. in earlier in these videos, he talked about how the bishop came to him, to the senator, and told him, hey, why don't you run for political office? And he said, well, either you're going to run for political office or you're going to lose your bishopric. It just – it it mm. kills me that they've redefined the word miracle, miracle. to me, to have absolutely no fucking meaning at all. Right. Yeah. It used to be turning water into wine and now it's just, hey, this is advantageous. <laughs> this went exactly as it would have been as if <laughs> if, if there were no God involved whatsoever. Yeah. Right. We just need to break a few laws. Mm-hmm. There was nothing miraculous or fabulous or fantastic or or weird or strange or unexplainable about any of this. So clearly it's a miracle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because of intervention that has taken place. And in this in this regard, Senator Smith has played a vital uh, a vital role and it's have his you know, a, a point of I would like to share with you this try experience to be was as dramatic as anything I've had as a bishop or as a missionary in New Zealand Ralph asked me to um, see if I could get an appointment with 
with the uh, U.S., the Indian ambassador of the United States, Ambassador Sen. I did, and they come immediately to a senator's office. So he's doing mm. work at the behest of yeah. orders from someone in leadership at the LDS Church yeah. as a senator. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in, in the using, gui- in the guise of a senator. Yeah. yeah, using his official government position to carry out work as commanded by a leader of the LDS Church. Yeah. I think I misspoke. I think this is where he talked about the visas. <sighs> Getting mad. Ambassador Sen is a very quiet and meek man, a very nice person. So we took full and advantage. I- he began the meeting with Ralph's permission representing the United States. In the Ralph Becker's position? <sighs> Who's Ralph Becker? No, no, it wouldn't be Ralph Becker. Or Ralph, the guy sitting next to him, who's yeah, his handler yeah, for the LDS Church. Yeah, that's he's motioning to Ralph yeah, sitting yeah. next to him. Yeah, so he's there on behalf of his handler for the LDS Church. Right, but... As far as the Indians are concerned, he's acting as a U.S. senator. Because he said they will come and speak to a U.S. senator. Yeah, they'll come immediately to a U.S. senator's office. Right. Huh. Well, that's fucking shady as fuck. Growing India-U.S. relationship, sharing values like the freedom of conscience, freedom of religious free exercise, was really important to the future between our nations. And uh, then I represented that the church was not being treated fairly in India. And Ambassador Sen said, I know, and I I was with Elder Oaks, and I was with President Hinckley, and I promised him I was going to do something. And he said, this is what I think. Uh, Just send your Indian converts to India. And I said, well, I don't know how many we have, and that's not a bad idea, but surely we can do better than that. The meeting broke up with him, I think, feeling guilty that he had not delivered on his promise to President Hinckley. Yay, I've instilled guilt in somebody yeah. for some religious promise that they've made. It's what our church does best. All right, yay me. That has nothing to do with uh, any of the responsibilities I actually hold. No. As a, as a senator, right. No. Right. He said, let me think on this, and he left my office. This was on a Thursday, on a Friday morning. I was putting my bag in my car to go to Dulles Airport to fly to Oregon. This is the miracle right here. Mm. Ooh. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. Did the plane not crash? No. <laughs> well, it did not crash, but that's not part of it. Oh. And I heard the phone ring, and Sharon was already in Oregon, and I was no one to answer it. And I got in my car. There was no one to answer it because my bitch was gone. Yep. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I wasn't sure how I was going to eat until some of the ladies of the ward brought me food. I didn't, I didn't know how to answer the thing because the woman wasn't there. God damn. And I thought, surely it's the staff. I'll call them on the way to the airport. And as clear as you hear my voice, I heard answer that phone. Oh, brother. I got out and answered. There's the miracle. God told him to answer that phone. Does anyone else get the impression that this guy is really, really feeling like he's at a job interview right trying now? Trying to sell it. Mm-hmm. He's trying to become a part of the general well, authorities. Yeah. He believes that these men sitting in front of them are the most important men in the world. Yeah. In yeah, more than just the world. Yeah. Yeah. I just can't get over how weak and fucking feckless these people have made their own God. Yeah. Yeah. That the miracle demonstrated by their God is whispering to this man that he should answer a fucking phone. 
That's God's miracle is whispering at this fucktard <laughs> that he should answer a ringing fucking phone in yeah. his house? Yeah, the miracle Jesus is... Jesus Christ, is man. inquisitive. <laughs> the, the miracle is there's a phone in your house and God made it <gasps> ring. <laughs> and you should answer it because that's what you do with a ringing fucking phone. Also- it's, God damn it. It's not like the phone leaped into his hand and it was clearly God's work that he or, must answer it. I think the or, miracle is that this guy still has a fucking landline. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. It, it was in India. Oh. oh. I, no, it, he no, was in Washington. His woman didn't answer it. No, she his was woman was in Washington. He was Oregon. leaving for India. Oh. He was leaving India at the time. Oh, I thought he was I leaving no, to no, go no, no. to or India. No, no, he's he's coming. He's he was he's in India. And no, he's leaving to, yeah, he is. No, because he he's says he's getting ready to India. go to Dulles Airport. Yeah, that's not in India. He had the meeting with the guy in India on Thursday. Then he said he's packing his bags into his car yeah. the next morning on Friday to leave. The guy came to his office. I thought he went to India. No, the guy came to his office. I feel remember, like he's that's like to come. No, remember, he's like he's like they'll come, they'll rush right away to a senator's office. Hmm. That was the big okay. that was the big thing, yeah. Then he was leaving to go to Dulles, which is in the United States. Well and here then his phone rang. Well anyways, here's a miracle right now. Okay. <laughs> it. it was Ambassador Sin. Oh. He said, I apologize for calling so much so early in the morning, but I haven't been able to sleep all night. And I've got an idea. You send to me the visas that you need for your missionaries. And I will issue them over my signature and we'll establish a, a pattern of dealing that will get around the India bureaucracy. Get around the government of India. And Why that whole bureaucracy. So rushed? Because he had such a because he had such a good idea. Because he's being pressured by the US government. Yeah, there's something he's not telling. Or or he is telling it, but in, in any case, if or you look at it from the side of the Indian He's being pressured by the U.S. government to push this through. Or is he leaving part of the story out where he yeah. threatened India with something else? I mean, who knows? Because yeah. he almost even, says, sorry I if, called so much. He almost says so much instead yeah. of so early. Yeah, he did almost say that. But, I mean, we can assume what we can. But just taking the information he gives us. There's something missing. It's, but even if, we, even if we don't go that far, we just take the information he's given yeah. us, what we have is a situation where the Indian ambassador is being pressured by the United States government to push through a religious agenda. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's and the those, all-powerful super being who created- Those are the facts. Who created the entire universe with galaxies numbering more than the, than the, than the number of grains of sand covering the face of our planet- his all-powerful thing these days is to make a phone, not even make the phone ring, make but tell this answer. asshole that if there's a ringing phone in your house, you should answer it, dipshit. Yeah. I'm sensing a through line here for Dan. <laughs> <laughs> is it- They've reduced their god to a fucking fairy, to, to, to some yeah. vague notion of, hey, this is something in my ordinary life, and how can I apply god to it? Okay, let me ask you this. In the last few episodes that I've missed, did you drink at all in the studio? Yes. <laughs> okay. Is it me? Makes him rage. Yeah, because you didn't go on any rants at all when I was gone. I went on one. These make you ragey. Yeah. Is it That's my, what this, I was trying to say. Is it my energy that 
No, I went down one. I went down one rant. Ooh, one rant. Ooh, <laughs> one rant. Yeah, I'm just wondering. I'm just curious. No, I mean, maybe this, you guys didn't hit on anything that was is, so. Yeah, well, I, I don't think we. I don't think, and maybe it's just a. Maybe it's just a building up of and the my <laughs> diplomacy dike is broken but the whole you have to fucking, blow your rage load <laughs> all over everybody here i'm sorry your uh, victims uh, now we're all wet we timed that perfectly but just <laughs> yeah you guys moaned at the same time but just how much they have reduced their almighty supreme powerful being right to whispering to somebody that they should answer a phone, something that they do in their ordinary fucking life yeah. all mm-hmm. the goddamn time anyway, and that's what a miracle is. Yeah, I notice how conditional these these particular temperaments of their gods are. I mean, you know, and this is a great example, because if you're just talking to them casually and you try to bring up the inconvenient parts of the Bible, they'll talk about love and mercy and kindness and patience and all that bullshit to to try to be like no no he's not like that he's like this and then and then and the same thing with Ken Ham and his halloween shenanigans you know <laughs> go he's uh he's he's trying to say hey tell all these kids that their nightmares are real and they're actually yeah. going to go to hell because that's the real gospel but then if you try to debate him he's like no god's nice guy he's all full of love and patience and all that bullshit and he's like, just misunderstood what the fuck? which is it which is it? Can he work miracles or not? Is he nice or is he not? I just got one other serious question. How fucking loud is the ringer on his phone that he can hear it outside in his car? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, loud. Because his goddamn deaf wife is always in the laundry room with the dryer on. I tell her not to Making fucking shut fucking the door. Dinner. Yeah. And then he said, how many do you need, Senator? And I said... Thinking in my mind, well, we had 200 missionaries in my mission. I said, we need 200. And there was a pause and a gulp. And he said, okay, send me 200. Feeling proud of himself. Yeah. On the way to the airport, I didn't call my staff. I called Elder Hardy. And I. Yeah, is pride no longer one of the cardinal sins? Yeah. Yeah. Not only that, but on his way back, he didn't call so and so. He called his LDS guy yeah. handler, LDS, not Ralph US, Hardy. Yeah. Yeah, say, not, I got the job done. Not government. He called yeah. his fucking church to say, hey, I manipulated this poor guy in this other country. He had thought I was working for the government. I, 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 I totally broke the law in acting as a government official and pushing a religious agenda. Aren't you proud of me? Yeah. That's what he's trying to get across right here. Didn't I do a good job for Jesus? Yeah. And he's also trying to get a job with the fucking uh, crypt keepers that he's sitting <laughs> in front of here for the LDS church. Look how smarmy and twisted I can be. The airport, I didn't call my staff. I called Elder Hardy. And I hope you brother know that Elder Hardy's a lawyer, but I don't know when he ever does any legal work. He works full time for the. He never does any legal work because everything he does is fucking illegal these days. Yeah. He works full time for, for the, the church. church. Yeah, for the church. <laughs> yeah, just like what I want to do. Uh, that's great. God. On the way to the airport, I didn't call my staff. I called Elder Hardy. And I hope you brother know that. Elder Hardy is a lawyer, but I don't know when he ever does any legal work. He works full time for the church. <laughs> and I said, Ralph, if there's any way you can go to the ambassador's home, he's expecting you codify this as best we can. I believe we have a mission in India now. Two. 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 It started from that meeting, and this is the way that you ought to use Mike Crapo, the way you ought to use Harry Reid, the way you ought to use. Uh-oh. Mike Crapo of Idaho, Harry Reid of Nevada. Wow. Orrin Hatch and, and, and Bob. Orrin Hatch of Utah. Yep. Bennett, these are. 
Bob Bennett of Utah. Great men. These are great colleagues. This is the way you ought to use them. them. Yeah. This is the way you ought to use these government officials, elected government Officials. officials. And again, it's how you should use them, yeah, yeah, yeah. not how God should guide them in their work, but yeah. how you men should use them. Not, not, not them. only that, not just how you men, but how you men should use. Yeah. Not cu- guide, coach, uh, you know. Use them as a tool. Yeah, use them. Here's how you should use them to undermine the uh, government of this country. Republicans, Republicans, (laughs) I'm so fucking mad. And they're all fucking Republicans, not Harry Reid, but all of the men here, all of them, Republicans, every single one of them that he named with, with the exception of Harry Reid are Republicans. But that's the thing is all the people that support them are not going to be this ragey. They think this is a good cause. Yeah, of course they do. That's that's part of why they're Republicans. Yeah, he's working and for the, keeping them in. He's working for my team. Yeah. Of course, yeah. I yep. want him to do whatever yep. he can to get my team the winning touchdown. Yep. Dedicated Latter Day Saints, and it was my privilege to respond. Not often enough when he would call, he didn't call enough. But when he did, <laughs> he saw miracles. He what didn't call enough asshole. for me to do work on behalf of the United States government for the LDS Church. Man, he flipped that quick. He realized that he put the blame on himself, and then he immediately went, oh, uh, when when he calls, oh, he didn't call enough. He didn't call enough, but when he does, he sees miracles. Yeah. He didn't ask Fuck. me to do your bidding on behalf of the United States government enough. Fuck every bit of that. <laughs> oh, there's my like, God. There's, there's a lot more where that came from, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I hadn't I hadn't watched any of it. Yeah, I any either. of them because I'm like, oh god, this is like watching fucking Mormon general, general conference. conference bullshit. Which that's that's why I titled the last segment more bullshit or at the end of the whatever I titled oh it. Oh my god. <laughs> well, now I feel like I have to. Well, they get addicting. Yeah, you should see how often they bring up. There's one with uh, the guy. Anytime uh, my rage gauge starts oh. to dip, I should watch one of these. <laughs> we gotta, I gotta, I gotta grab the clip with the about uh, people leaking information because they're like, is this a threat to our church? People leaking information about us. <laughs> if people learn the truth about us, is that gonna be a bad thing? <laughs> and then there is the uh, the U.S. soldier who is transgender. So they're like, well, that, people know he's gay, right? Like, oh, that's known, uh, right? Like, that's in the media. That they're gay, right? Hmm. Bradley, right? I yeah. like how all yeah. these old white men have to, like, reassure each other on topics they have no, no. fucking idea they, about. They, <laughs> like, nothing. They know yeah. nothing, and they just stay in this bubble. No, that, that's not how it was going. They were saying, if the public knows the person's gay, why are they listening to him then? Listening to him. Because they were part of the like oh. leaking information and oh. stuff. And oh, yeah. well, so their, Bradley their credibility yeah. goes out the window. Yeah, they're saying, well, why do people yeah. trust this person if they're gay? It's not Bradley anymore. Well, yeah, but at the time. Yeah. And they still referred, Pre- instead of yeah. a her, they still referred to as him the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Because they they're that way. It's Chelsea Manning. Chelsea, yeah. Chelsea Manning, yeah, yes. Chelsea, but she was a whistleblower. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't think of the name. Um, so I, and I think yeah. they also bring up Snowden at one point, and one of the apostles says, is he gay? How can we discredit him and make it so that our people don't listen to anything they say? Pretty much. Quick, tell me that they're gay. Yeah. A sentence or two from David Hume would, would correct what you said. A, a miracle is defined not as a part of the natural order, but as a suspension 
of the natural no, order. No, an intervention. You can't, you can't, say, you can't say of a of the Big Bang, which is the foundation of the natural order, that it's a suspension of what it starts. You may not do that. I'll try my one, my ten seconds of humility. It's the only time tonight. There's a lot we don't know about the universe. A lot more we don't know than we do. That's the wonder of science. That's why I'm a scientist. But it is intellectually lazy to just stop asking questions and stop looking for physical explanations and just say God did it. The other, the other nice bit with this senator, which we can play later on. Maybe I won't even talk about it. So you can be raging if you play it in the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a blood pressure medication. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you have, EMT Matt? I don't have. I can't do any meds. Oh, Ryan. What? I'm just an EMT as well. Oh, damn. I can give You're some screwed, meds. Dan. Damn it. Yeah, we, I, I can push. I'll have to rely on my trusty old friend, alcohol. If you need I, a- I, Advil or charcoal. <laughs> I can push I can push D50, nitro. That's yeah, about nitro. it. nitro. He doesn't need nitro. No, but it'd be fun. <laughs> Would that accelerate this process? Yes. yes. Do it! <laughs> but we don't want his heart to pop. No. That's true. Make Dan explode while we're recording. <laughs> yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I just <laughs> plus you can't plus it you can't give nitro if people have taken a erectile dysfunction medication in the last twenty four hours. So Uh-oh. I'm gonna need to I'm gonna need to reflect on exactly why this bothers me so much because it shouldn't bother me. Like hey, they e- can be ED is tough for everybody. They can <laughs> <laughs> like they can believe in whatever fucking nonsense they want, right? What, that there's some invisible sky bully directing things and making phones ring and whispering that they should answer them and all this other fucking nonsense, right? They can believe whatever the fuck they want there. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's a knowingly taking part in illegal activities. Yeah. But I, I think it's being proud of it. I think it's the promotion of this of this idea that there is this invisible being that is so powerful, it created everything, and it controls everything, and it influences everything for everybody at all times, and the miracles that they witness, that they bear witness to as part of this being's super existence is them doing mundane things like answering a fucking ringing telephone. Even at the beginning of his speech yeah. when he's talking about working for the LDS church as a senator, <laughs> he even talks about how his... his, his... <laughs> I was watching your lip quiver, sorry, <laughs> while Ryan was talking. <laughs> well, he talks about his belief in the church and how he knows the church is true and everything and how that supersedes government. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. But this that's the exact reason why someone like uh, Ted Cruz would have been a horrible person because you know these people... Yes, they're religious. Us. Yes, for us. For us. Yeah. And for a lot of other religions, though, too, because their religious beliefs supersedes everyone else's other religious right. belief mm-hmm. and government rules. Yeah, a lot of Mormons who but, were yeah. for Ted Cruz. Yeah, but here's part, of the, yeah. here's part of the big problem with all of that, though. I mean, I mean, you know, we've all hit on different angles of it, but this whole idea that might makes right, you know, that it's that that the ends justify the means. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that it's it's God above everything. Mm-hmm. I've taken this oath. But who cares? I have this other oath that supersedes everything yeah. I do. And I'm, will, I'm willing to sacrifice all of this earth and my earthly existence for the greater good of, the, of storing away treasures in heaven, right? What about the rest of the people on earth you're fucking over yeah. while you're doing that? They don't care anything about that because in the end, it'll all be made right. So the end justifies the means. And even if you don't see it now, it'll still be better for you. When you do realize it, you'll thank me. 
it's this kind of attitude that makes them continue on that path. And mm-hmm. and, and there's that's why there's live and let live is so dangerous. There's absolutely yeah. nothing you can do to to change them from that viewpoint because ultimately, when eternity comes, that's bigger than you will thank me. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you'll see everything then, Dan. At one point during during their talks, one of the quorum of the twelve asks him, "What what are the most dangerous things you see facing us?" And he part of it was secularism. Oh, of course, sure, that's the big enemy. And that, not, not getting religion out of government. We can't have that. No, well, not only course. was it a danger to America, it was a danger to the church because he even references saying, "Oh, that obviously, the more secularized a place is, the harder it is for the church to operate in that area." So we need to. That's get why rid they're of it. focusing on Latin America and Africa. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because that's where the growth is. But they got to realize that this is a secular country. Uh, no, you, they don't realize. They don't that. realize, but that's what they have to realize. Anybody Why do they have to? Because anybody that's yeah, in a political not, position has to realize. The they don't want to broaden their horizons. To. No, they don't. They don't. They don't. I know you guys are all correct. They don't broaden <laughs> bro- their horizons, but they, as being a part of the political process, you have to think on a secular level. You should. No, you yeah, should. Yeah, but we're I don't think it's a that. should. I think it it's you, you, you have to. It's you, not. It's, no. But you can't well, – the way I'm getting at this, you can't take and say, well, my religion is more important. you got to take it on a select – Yeah, you can. Secu- but you should. <laughs> <laughs> you can. Yes, just you can. Just kick him under the you, table. No, no, no. Hold they, on, hold on. You I, can, I, and I, they do do that. Yes, they but do. But as a sitting senator, is something you do-do. should not and you – Correct. Cannot do underneath the law. Correct. That's where I'm getting at. The yes. cannot, because lawfully you cannot take and say, well, since my church supersedes your church, I'm going to make a law that makes my Correct. church yes. more relevant than your church. That's why I said the can't. Right. So someone getting in there with a, well, with a, with a leaning towards a certain religion or a certain church is going to try to make laws more advantageous towards their church. It's like the one I think you're it was not in supposed South Carolina. to do it. Yeah, legally well, you're not supposed to. It doesn't mean you they can. Do well, do it. it's, it's like the one in, I think yeah. it was in South, it's either in South Carolina or North Carolina. It's in one of the Carolinas where the, the state made it so that uh, parochial schools could get federal or state funding. And when they found out that not only Christian schools would get it, but Jewish schools, Muslim mm-hmm. schools, any schools would get it, they said, oh, no more. Yeah, they put we got to get rid of this yeah. bill because they realized, oh, shit, we have to give them the same rights? Mm-hmm. That's where it comes in with shit like that. Which is a big yeah. part of, like, Lucian's whole... Yeah, yeah. right, right. Yeah. It is. Yeah, and so I just want to say real quick, everyone in the studio and Chris Reed... That was not me trying to push Ryan because he was, quote, misspeaking, you asshole. I was honestly trying to get at what he was, what his point was, because there I was, was a I was lot... trying to get there, but you kept fucking yelling at me. Well, because... <laughs> I'm not yelling at you. I'm, just... I'm just... not yelling at you, goddammit. Not fucking yelling at you. I was, trying to dri- I was trying to drive home the importance of separation of church and state. I know, but I was, I was just honestly trying to get exactly what your point was and once you got to the words i was like oh yeah okay i get it now but when you were saying that other stuff like they can't do this i'm like they are doing it yeah, so, they, yeah. yeah they can but but, be, but are doing it and shouldn't should or yeah, yeah. legally can't do this legally, I should, maybe i should have said legally to, yeah. or constitutionally well, they yeah. can't yeah. do this they're not right. allowed to do this constitutionally right not allowed to or maybe i should have maybe i should have said yeah. allowed it yeah. they're not allowed to do that well frowned upon they do a lot of shit that's fucking frowned upon oh yeah yeah. Yeah. And that's subjective anyway. But, but even things that are frowned upon yet yeah, are subjective. They might be well within the law, legal limits, yeah. but it's very frowned upon about what they're doing, like Donald Trump and his taxes. That's very frowned upon on how he fucking does it, but legally he's fucking getting away Donald with it. Donald Trump and his everything yeah. is frowned upon. Yeah. 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 One of that, that brings me to one of the points that I wanted to make during uh, when we were talking about the vice presidential debate. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a moment during the debate where 
the moderator asked both candidates if there was a point in time where their religious beliefs came in conflict with what they had to do as part of as part of being a representative of a larger populace. Mm-hmm. And I think you mean candidates. <laughs> cans of dicks. Yep. Cans of dicks. That's going to be a meme now. Someone's going to make a can with dicks sticking out of it. <laughs> awesome. And I thought it was I thought it was very telling of the of the views of each candidate in their responses because Tim Kaine's response was and I quote I think it is really, really important that those of us who have deep faith lives don't feel like we can just substitute our own views for everybody else in society, regardless of their views. And he went on to say that, you know, he, he in his religious faith believes in, um, you know, he, he's not a, he's not a big advocate of being pro-choice. He, he, Mm -hmm. he has a real problem with that. He struggles, but he knows that it's law. It's what, it's what is written into law and codified, and it's not his position as a religious person to tell everybody else what they can do with their with their own bodies. And Mike Pence, his – and I posted this on Facebook, but just in paraphrasing what Mike Pence said, he took the, alter, he took the exact opposite stance and said that as a Christian – he needed to he needed to work to make sure that we were following God's laws and and biblical law and and were in line with God's teachings. So my paraphrasing of what Mike's of what Mike Pence said was just, you know, in response to what Tim Kaine said was, "Fuck that! My religion teaches that women shouldn't have control over their own bodies." Mm-hmm. And then Tim Kaine came back at him and said, "Women should have their women should make their own decisions about pregnancy. We we trust American women to do that." Yeah. And then later he said, why don't you trust American women to do that? Hmm. So I thought those were both very telling moments about the yeah. views of either, of either candidate and how they would govern. Well, we've already known that uh, Mike Pence has legislated to try to get yep. true science taken out of education and put creation science in place of it. Oh, he's done all kinds of jiggery yeah. pokery f- <laughs> he's been, jiggery pokery fuckery stuff he's been doing a jig and he's been poking and he's been jiggery and poking in and uh oh, there's a pig squealing in the corner <laughs> i don't know what they have to do with each other but yeah well that's okay you don't have to worry about him he, he's over in the pig pens <laughs> that was a good one thank you matt. thank you now i'm back. back matt is back <laughs> we just peeked the shit out of that. <laughs> That's okay. I'll cut the levels and reduce it all <laughs> okay. and limit things. And, uh, yeah. At least our whole show isn't peaky anymore. No, that was good. I have, I have one last thing. Okay. okay. It's Ann Coulter. Oh, oh God. fuck her. You just want to have a mad no, I don't wanna, show. I don't want to fuck her. Just <laughs> <laughs> the Coulter guy. He'd be like fucking a skeleton anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Ann Coulter. Blames the Never Trump movement on atheism. Star of Nightmare Before Christmas, right? <laughs> Ann Coulter. <laughs> yes, Ann Coulterington. <laughs> Excellent. Well done. Ellington. <laughs> uh, anyway, she was she was on the. <laughs> She was the- <laughs> I don't know what that face was Ryan gave you, but anyway, it was hilarious. I don't think me and Ryan know what the hell is even happening on that they're side trying, of the they're, table. They're trying to turn oh, Ann Coulter's sorry. name into a skeleton somehow. Ah. Jack Skellington from Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, yeah, he's just oh, okay. like super tall and thin, so I was like, she started well, they got Nightmare the Coulter Before Christmas. Geist or whatever you said. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But I've never seen Jack... What? We were just Nightmare talking Be- about this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, when is I that- stepped on your cardboard rug. Is yeah. that Tim Burton? Was yes. That- was that t- okay. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's uh, very. What's one of? What's one of? It's a movie it's a that's one. very near and dear to my heart. I haven't just, seen that yeah. one in quite a while. Oh yeah, I don't think it's probably on every Halloween, but I don't. I usually watch like Halloween or Freddy. One or, of the classic Tim Burton films. Anyway, back to the Corpse Bride. <laughs> and Coulter joined conservative radio host Eric Metaxas, a fellow Donald Trump fan, on his radio program yesterday, where the two criticized Never Trump conservatives such as Thomas Sowell. Eric Erickson, George Will, and Charles Murray and warned that America will collapse if Trump doesn't win the upcoming election. Why do people do that? When your name's Erickson and you name your kid Eric and spell the same... That's all I could like, focus on, too. Is that bad? <laughs> Eric Erickson. And it's even spelled the same with a CK yeah, yeah. at yeah. the end. Yeah, like Will like how Williamson and John Johnson and Richard Richardson's. It's amazing how many there are. I know. It is. Why? Why Peter are you Peterson. doing that? We're going to be yeah. so funny and original. It's because they didn't know they're having a kid. I could have named Brandon Mitchell... It's going right. to Mitchell. be awesome. Mitch Mitchell. Mitch Mitchell. It's stupid. I find it funnier when it's someone named Sergeant and they're a sergeant in the military. Yeah. Sergeant, Sergeant. Sergeant, mm. Sergeant. I think I told you guys once that uh, I, I have a friend who, <clears throat> excuse me, their last name is Error, and they were trying to think of all kinds of fun names to name their kid. Oh, my like gosh. Like Justin Error. And, yeah. Oh, jeez. We're thinking of days when he would be... In the military, it could be perhaps major error. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Private error. Uh. Private error. <laughs> Airman error. Yeah. Seaman error. That's a good one. I was just thinking that same thing in my head. Seaman error could have some connotation. Yeah. I mean, because he would take that personally his whole life. I mean, Monica it's Lewinsky. Like, oh, was it really an accident? Well, Monica Lewinsky had a seaman error. Yeah. Yeah. What? So did Bill Cosby. Oh. On her dress? I just got that. Yeah. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) She didn't spit far enough. So I'm trying to find Was that her falling short? Well, I thought she was underneath. Maybe. uh, Well, maybe she, she, I don't know if she let him. Yeah, let's overanalyze this. (laughs) Or maybe she pulled it it out at the end and it just dribbled down on her. I don't know. For the listener, Ryan is doing Trump hands. Yeah, he yeah. is motioning lots of things. <laughs> Most mostly like towards my mouth in yes, a circular fashion, mostly. like I'm eating a hot dog. Why <laughs> wouldn't you do that? I, I know. I don't know why they think it's weird. Because <laughs> you're looking in my eyes, I think. <laughs> yeah, you're well, constant eye contact I, is the I, weird part. Yeah. I, I tend to look at person's eyes when, when I when you're talk motioning, to them. like you're. <laughs> now that was smoking a joint. I don't want to do what you did. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Social error. My brother is right across the table. Yeah, yeah and I like, and I don't know that she has sex. Right. Not like you've never seen her do that before. What? Whoa. Seen her? What? Yeah. Make hand gestures. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> I'm having fun. Social error. That's what's Social. happening. There you go. Oh, jeez. Uh. Let's get back to let's, <laughs> let's see what Ann Coulter right. actually said, shall we? Man Coulter, <laughs> yes. yes. Here we go. <laughs> I think that the intellectuals are, I don't think, I know that most of the intellectuals, intellectuals. are, they're simply embarrassed. Yeah, those damned intellectuals. What? Damn what you for being smart and going stuff. to school and reading books. Fuck oh, you. That's so, terrible. So all the people who know stuff and vote against us, we hate them, right? Uh-huh. Of course we do. The less you know. Yeah, the more Republican you are, yeah. Dun, 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 the one with that dun, rainbow, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the star in the rainbow, yeah. They're embarrassed because they have always been insecure, in a way, holding uh, their conservative positions in a world that, that mocks them and treats them as though they're already 
Neanderthals. And so to be allied with the closest thing we have to an actual uh-huh. Neanderthal in terms of his garish tastes and some of the things exactly. that he says is very, very, <laughs> it's very embarrassing. And I've noticed that uh, people like George Will is probably a perfect example that it's it must be unbearable for him to ha- I mean, I think George Bush probably pushed him within a millimeter of the cliff. Now, Trump, you know, he's somewhere a mile past the cliff. There's just no way he can handle having to ally himself with somebody he thinks of as hopelessly vulgar, uh, who would, who's never heard of horn rims, much less would wear them. So it's, ve- it's very tough, That's I think. very good. Are they saying that? Uh, we truly, really want to suck Trump's dick, so that's why we're being mean to him? Well, no, it sounds like he's saying that the intellectual Republicans are repulsed by oh. Bush and Trump because they're so f- they're such big fucking dummies. Uh, and see, so they don't want to align with them because people already look at the at the, the smart Republicans as being weird because most Republicans are fucking stupid. That's what that's what that's what I find shocking about this whole thing. You weren't here for the light going out yeah, last week. It did it, it did it so again. it totally threw me off because when he said intellectuals, I immediately thought liberals because yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. I didn't know he was going for an oxymoronic statement, and yet, yet another one of their invisible friends in the intelligent Republican. Which is, the, yeah, I understand why you guys were confused, and I was at first too, because he's talking about what even I would consider to be intellectual Republicans, which is oxymoronic in a way anyway, but he's referring to them and saying that they must feel so out of place because the view of most people is that Republicans are fucktards. Yeah. True. Yeah, they are. And so they're all re- people are already making fun of these people as being eggheads because they're smart and oh, look okay. at them doing smart things. Yeah, and they're so they're, they're already being ostracized and looked at as weird. And so they don't want to associate with, you know, the, the baser elements of the Republican party like George Bush or Donald Trump. So they disassociate from them because they already feel so weird anyway. Yeah. yeah because being called smart is such an insult. Yeah. yeah. They're brain shaming. Yeah. Good point. You know, it hadn't, I'm embarrassed that it hadn't occurred to me, but yeah, one striking thing about, um, Charles Murray and George Will anyway. And like I say, heretofore was a huge fan of Charles Murray's despite this, um, is that they are both atheists. George Will is an atheist. And what is Apparently that? Charles Murray is an atheist as okay. well. So they're intelligent Republicans who are also atheists. atheists. <laughs> so that's two strikes so that's, right there. So that's double bad. Then they go for a third strike by not liking Trump. Mm-hmm. Well, that's also double intelligence. What kind of... <laughs> because if they're already intellectual Republicans and atheists then statistically well, they're going to score higher. If they're not voting Trump, does that mean they're voting Hillary or just not voting? If they're already voting Trump. If no, they're, they're not voting oh, Trump uh, because I, they despise him. I, I, I'm i not sure. I, I can't remember. I, I know I've heard George Will state what he was going to do, but I think it was noncommittal either way. It was okay. just, I don't know, off well, to see. I mean, if they're standard Republicans, they should have no problem voting for Hillary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, that you guys that took you a minute. I've been saying that for months. Well, yeah, we have. We've all been saying Hillary's the best Republican in the race. Yeah. Yeah. Um she still is, by the way. But it I don't know how to handle this this line of this line <laughs> of talk that Ann Coulter and and Metaxas are participating in because it's easy just here, a I, phone ringing is not a miracle, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Move I've, on. <laughs> I I've got it all figured out. 
Um, I've got three beer bottles sitting here. Uh-huh. We each take one. Is it for the Holy Ghost and Jesus and God? Yes. Is this the Trinity of yeah. beers? We each take one. We raise it in the air and we bash it into our fucking heads. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna Are you gonna explain to me how these beers are all separate but the same? Yeah. Well, you know, by bashing them into our heads, we'll all understand. <laughs> I'm glad there's three all of a sudden. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, I. I could have I could have li- I, I like, like you know there are four people at the table you <laughs> sexist fuck you and the thing is is, is no- and the light comes on and the thing is is, is, is you got is, it is, is nobody's here so I could have told a lie Wait. but I decided not to lie now she's nobody had- you Wait, no, no no I decided not to lie about having a fourth beer for some reason when I could have because they can't see the fact that there's not a fourth beer but then on that's the table. not a trinity it's true it isn't then. No, you're you're uh, the Virgin Mary. Oh, <laughs> fuck, I'm a lying slut. Well, and you're gonna get raped by God. God. Damn it! Wait, so I never did see her have sex? No, no, oh, okay. not yet, not yet. You can watch yeah, God that... rape her. Perfect. Wait, that comes later, I guess. <laughs> you're also fucking twisted. God, <laughs> God, God rape you comes. You choose in... this. <laughs> a God rape comes whenever God wants to come. Yes. But is there a semen error? A semen error? There might have been a semen error. I think it's called Jesus. Wait. (laughs) Yes, Jesus is a semen error. If you've had had many God rapes and nothing happened, then there was a semen error because it didn't work. Hmm. That's what's happening. Or he pulled out and wanted to do again. Well, he would have the most powerful semen. Mm -hmm. True. Oh, God. God Trump. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's the best semen you're going to like it as I mean, honestly. You're going to like it the most. Y- y- you would have known because be it would have been like a shotgun blast up I in there. I'm going to get you more pregnant than anybody's like ever amazing. gotten you pregnant. Like, make it taste like cotton candy then. Like, what the right. hell? You tell us how like to. Make it taste like pancake batter and be like, it's fucking amazing. <laughs> it's supposed to remind you of your morning chores. God damn it. <laughs> you taste it, then you make breakfast. It's pretty simple. This you don't is, fucking forget. This is why I said we need to get more female voices on the show every sometimes. Do you say yes. that? Yeah. Every sometimes. Every sometimes. I feel like every I sometimes. come here a lot. But you never talk. This is the most you've talked on the this show. This is the most you've ever, you, that you've ever talked on the show. You've got to be well, I'm get not God lying. rape in the fucking conversation well, and t- brother watching. I mean, it apart, fucking works. I apart guess. from the off-air stuff where we, where we had you do the the drops and everything. This is definitely the most that you've spoken. She on talks show. every is. sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, every sometimes. Every <laughs> <laughs> Which isn't a lot of times. It's yeah, just yeah. every sometimes. Just a sometimes. But it's every sometimes. Every sometimes. Yeah, yeah because mm-hmm. if it was, if it, you didn't do it every sometimes, it'd be every so often times. There's never been a sometimes that she hasn't done. You know, it, yeah. it makes me not want to ever maybe go to Wisconsin. <laughs> 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 this would be okay. the most confusing wait, thing wait. ever. You can go now. Jeffrey Dahmer and Ed Gein are gone. I have permission. <laughs> Lucky you. Yeah. You sexist fuck. <laughs> I know. You were just. <laughs> well, well if, I mean, if, if there's anything to be afraid of in Wisconsin, it was Ed Gein and Jeffrey Dahmer. I thought it was the conversation, but <laughs> this oh. led me to a whole nother place. She's worried about not oh. being able to understand anybody yeah. if they talk like that. Oh, don't Every worry. Sometimes. If you can't understand me, you won't understand shit in That's Wisconsin. That's what I'm saying. But you can still go. Thanks. <laughs> you can. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I will allow it this this one time. Now we're yeah. back. every sometimes. <laughs> now we're back to his can, should, are allowed. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Wait, who was criticizing By you? Law. Who Crit- did you say? Chris Reed. Oh, so I'm fucked. 
<laughs> don't by, judge by me, Jesus. By oh, Jesus. I know you don't know me. Don't judge no, me. No, no. He <laughs> was, Not by Jesus. He wasn't for Jesus to yeah. come later. Yeah, oh. yeah. you're only being fucked for Jesus to come. He wasn't criticizing no, later. the way I speak. He was criticizing me for making fun of them when they misspeak. Uh, that's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Don't judge me. But then me. he went on to not ever do it yeah, the but whole time I'm, he was here. So but I I'm think the, he was making fun of me. I'm the best misspeaker. <laughs> yes, that's you true. are. That's true. You are. You're number one at that. Yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite thing. I got a drawing on the fridge saying best misspeaker. <laughs> did you make it? Yeah, I did. Oh. I think it should be best Mr. Speaker. Yeah, I was thinking you should wear a sash or something. I'll get it. <gasps> Best Miss Speaker. Mr. Speaker. Mm. There she is. No, it's going to be spelled like missed, like you missed something. Uh, oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or missed. No, we could do missed, like M-I-S-T. You were giving me that Mist. look. Wait, that's like You are giving me that look like you should be yeah. eating a banana. Like, work. Yeah. I don't even understand what's happening. Okay. You're not supposed to. I don't either. A missed speaker. So you're deliberately being... <laughs> Okay. I'm yeah. lost. I'm deliberately yes. saying fucked up shit now because we, instead of instead of this miss <laughs> instead of miss speaking oh speaking because I had a stroke because okay. it'd be like missed but instead spelled of, M-I-S-T instead of sexist miss yeah miss you're being like I missed my period. That's, but spelled M-I-S-T. That's still that is the, the wrong spelling. <laughs> it is. It's supposed to be a wrong spelling. That's if, the but point. But you're using the oh examples of like the worst things. Like If you missed your period, M-I-S-T, you got problems. I know. Yo, that, God. It's supposed to be spelled wrong. You got wrong. God raped. Because if the word is phrased entirely wrong, why not spell it wrong too? Oh, my God. I guess so. Oh, sure. Man. By that I, logic, fine. Uh, sure. I just missed my period. It oh, just so is you're misting pre- all So you're over. pregnant? Yeah. No. It's a little dewy. That's it's all. It's misting you. <laughs> it's, it's foggy down there. There's a pink all. cloud following just below my waistline. <laughs> That's why I have to wear a skirt. It makes <laughs> it makes sense in my funny head. No, it, we're making it make sense. Ish. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Fish. Matt, we miss you. Thanks, we man. missed you. <sighs> M I S T. Oh God damn you. <laughs> I thought you were being for real. Now you just fucking, missed you. Yeah, he's just putting period blood on me. Uh, <laughs> you asshole. Blood coming out of his you know, you know what. what. So that's a period error. Whatever. That's, yes, a, that's period a period error, error yes. <laughs> and a semen error if you missed your period. Ooh, yeah. That's a But double. you're not. You're getting perioded on. Perioded on. <laughs> That's not missing your period. We're gonna are we we're gonna cut all of this, right? <laughs> the most I ever talk, Jesus. you're gonna cut it. We have to <laughs> No. This is fun. We have to this cut is, all of this. This is just fun. Nobody listens to the end of the uh, show. No. Menstruation is fucking a verb. Sharks in the water. <laughs> you got perioded on. You got perioded on. That's the name of the yes. show. You got perioded it on. I Jesus. didn't add extra D's like that. Why not? It's funny. You did. You said perioded. Period. <laughs> I just said one. the D's. I Come said on, guys. It's one. simple. What the fuck is wrong with you? I said yeah. period ed. <laughs> I'm not pulling a Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> just... I didn't miss my period. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, okay. All right. Let's get back to Ann Coulter. That's why we were all talking like fucking dipshits. <laughs> We're the, we're the intellectuals. <laughs> With our horn rim glasses. <laughs> oh. oh, God. Oh, good times. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> well, that's I it. guess status matters. 
as yeah. I always say, you know, if <laughs> the reason status doesn't matter to Christians is we're looking up. If you have nothing to look up to, if you're not getting your standard from God, well, then you have to look around. It's either lateral, um, you know, or horizontal, um, or, or vertical. What? It's either lateral or horizontal or, or vertical. vertical. So she's saying they look in one direction. Atheists look all around 360. Yeah, and not only that, but... Wouldn't, wouldn't vertical be looking up and lateral would be looking horizontally sideways, anyway? Yeah. I mean... Yeah. Yeah. True. But, I mean... Also in that is implicit that no Christians hoard wealth. <laughs> Hello? Like, that's where all the money is. Yeah. Look at all their castles. Creflo Dollar. Mm-hmm. And his, what, G20 or whatever it was? Look at the Catholics and the Mormons. Mm-hmm. Billions. Scientology. Billions. Mm-hmm. Oh, um... You're looking around, and it matters to you the opinion of other that's a people. Great, that's a particularly great point. That's uh, a terrible I, I point. I think that, you know, yeah. listen, w- when I did meet Donald Trump last week, the first thing out of my mouth was... Holy shit. His dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was, that was priceless. You're welcome. You're welcome. I want, I want you to know I was born in Queens. He, oh, that's great! I he, bet he loves that. Well, yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, he said, "What part?" And <laughs> and, and the thing is that I do think because I was raised uh, in a working class uh, family that on some level I can appreciate him, the good in him, in a way that that people who went to Trinity College in Hartford, like George Will, I mean, if you're part of that hyper preppy ilk, or if you've only wanted to be part of that club it is embarrassing to ally yourself with with somebody uh like donald trump who brags about the the gold fixtures uh everywhere so i I really think that's a big piece of it and so i do think that a lot of the unwashed bourgeoisie the deplorables (laughs) are going to vote for trump but right now the media is pushing so hard in the other direction that i'm actually wondering for the first time whether it's possible for trump to win this election if he doesn't win the election i think it's a sign that we are done as a country so (laughs) We are done as a country. What, was he saying people want to vote for Donald Trump because they want to have gold fixtures in their houses too, like Donald Trump? They've always wished for that. I think his basic argument was people are voting for Donald Trump because they're fucking stupid. Yeah, that's what their argument boiled down to. Yeah, it, I, I wasn't. That wasn't making sense. The to Republican me. intellectuals won't vote for Donald Trump. It's all the stupid people yeah. voting yeah. for Donald like, Trump. Of course, George Will wouldn't. He went to Harvard. It's all the racist so, hillbillies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry for hillbillies out there because um, I do I'm really not... like. No, I really like the uh, uh, liberal redneck. I feel like yeah. hillbillies oh, should yeah, be like awesome. a Hillary Bill Clinton kind of ah, thing. <laughs> the hillbillies, <laughs> and they're from Arkansas. Yeah. The hillbilly Clintons. Nice. Huh. That has to have been done before, right? Right. I would imagine so. I can't. I can't imagine the people wouldn't have done it. Although, as a couple, they're very not redneck. No. Well, not very much anymore. Anyway. Well, I don't know. Some of those early photos of Bill with that beard he had and his mm. hair. Yeah. Well, oh. they were kind of hippies. If you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, or concepts for content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com, by text or voicemail at 330-81-REBEL, or Twitter the twatter at TGI Podcast. Thanks, bitches. I must say that I do appreciate... 
the excellent sound quality of Eric Metaxas's sound yes. clips on here anyway. Why do all these people that have like a bunch of money to make these shows have the shittiest fucking audio Dude, quality? Every time, every time. Well, I mean, I think right wing watch is particularly bad, but like all of these assholes that like conservative talk radio and stuff, they're. Their gain is like at nine hundred or max, yeah. Or is it how they like downloaded and processed it if they got compressed all the shit? Well, you can't blame them. There ain't none of those Republican intellectuals. They just (laughs) fucking put it up there. (laughs) Jesus. Well, at the end of all of this, apparently Metaxas goes on to wonder whether or not Hillary Clinton was wearing an earpiece and possibly on heroin during the debate. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I've heard that. Oh, man. That's, well, that that's rate, an interesting could, jump. Yeah. yeah. You could accuse anybody of anything yeah. if you're just doing that. Well, sure. this, is, this is a pretty quick. It's only a minute 15 where he's talking about that. I have a question. Have you seen, because Chris Himes and I are always trying to figure out, are these things crazy conspiracies or yes. good conspiracies? Yes. No. But did did <laughs> you done. see no, yeah. a conspiracy by definition is generally crazy. Yeah. No. Either. <laughs> I disagree wholeheartedly. <laughs> okay. By, by definition? Yeah, no, well, by definition? No. Not a conspiracy by definition. by definition is legit. Yeah. But if you're talking about Alex Jones and his. That's that's what I was going for. I miss or like you are correct. <laughs> the people who say we didn't land on the moon. And See that, Chris? See that, Chris? He, missed, he misspoke, and I was right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming on your show again. <laughs> We're gonna have a fight. <laughs> the the um the picture of her with like either it's a battery pack or something leading to something in her ear. I mean, is it possible that during the debate she had people feeding her stuff and that nobody's going after this? It's it's one of the... Of course it's possible. Yeah, yeah this is the ancient aliens line of questioning. Yeah. Is it possible? Is yeah. it possible well, I mean, I suppose, that these things but... would happen? Aren't is they it... supposed to have earpieces when they have a mic? And yeah. So they can... Also, also battery pack for audio video. Isn't yeah. that something that they well, put on there? A lot the of times, the, the battery pack is a lot of time for the lapel mic that they're wearing for a different yeah. audio source. Right, but that... For the lavalier. But still, yeah. when you're on TV, yeah. you have that stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not, like, out of the ordinary. No. no. Yeah. But, uh, so I've heard this particular I mean, conspiracy theory before that she like had Michelle something Obama's in her ear. Bulge. And it was Alex Jones who initially promoted <laughs> it on his show. Surprise! Yeah. But it was, they took one particular shot of her where her earring has a particular glint. And it looks like there could be something in her in her ear, but then if you look at all of the other photos and the actual m- video of it, it's clear. I mean, there's, she turns to where you can see in her ear, and there's, there's nothing, nothing there. fucking there. Yeah. They cherry picked one particular photo mm. that made it look a little weird, and they're like, "Oh, good you got something in her ear." Maybe it's, one of it's, it's one like of her reptile scales was showing. Yeah, up. that's the video where someone plays it in slow mo, and she turns her head, and there's cameras looking at her with lights on them. And one of the cameras shines in her eye like, look what her eye did. She's Satan. (laughs) It's like, dude, you're fucking high. (laughs) You crazy. (laughs) Those things that I, I'm just. I've seen it and I don't know. It looks like there's something there, but I don't particularly believe it. I mean, the one thing she's good at, she is Tracy Flick in the election. (laughs) Um, And, oh, she has all of her little facts and figures and and deflections. What a horrible thing to have, facts. Yeah, she's got her facts facts and figures. You know, not the feelings that the rest of us that the rest of us non intellectuals run on. Yeah, how dare you use facts? <laughs> you could have reeled off talking points for another hour. She looked shockingly, surprisingly healthy. Right. Um, I, I, do, I do think there's. I, I think it, any 
commonsensical person thinks there is something um, going on with her help. Uh, health. Um, she had a lot of pet pills before that pills. before that debate. So yeah. whatever that pack was, it could have had something to do with her health. I don't particularly believe she needed having having answers read to her. Ooh, I think it was pure urban horse. What? Pure what? <laughs> pure urban horse. That's a, that's a street term for for heroin. Oh. Why does he know that and think she would know that? I've never heard of that before. You've never heard Me of neither. heroin being called horse? Not pure urban horse. Huh. I, I, I never heard that. No, yeah. I, actually, I don't think I've ever heard of heroin being called horse before either. Really? Yeah, I don't think I've heard that term before. Also, is it, it an old-timey term? I think it is. <laughs> Woohoo gold. <laughs> if she was on heroin, she'd be fucking asleep. Sleep, yeah, yeah. not peppy. No. Well, that's what that pack was back there. It was intravenously feeding her pep pills. Well, and if Metaxas ah. had been an intellectual, he would know that. Yeah. Right. Instead, anyway. he just doesn't even know how to say heroin, so he calls it horse. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'm not intellectual. I don't know street slang for heroin. <laughs> it's some H word. Horse. Horse it is. Horse. I think that's about it. Yeah. It's fucking hot in here. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting warm. It's all the- It's because you guys are so ragey. It's all the- I was going <laughs> to say, it's all the rage that was building inside me that- And laughter. <laughs> Wait, are I you rage misting me? <laughs> oh God! You got perioded on. <laughs> oh, that's Jesus's superpower. He could do it with his hands. Yes, mm. just period you with his hands. With his holes. Yeah, <laughs> they look like little periods, right? If you, if you were to slap wait, they're semicolons. Oh my God! Ooh, he started. Uh. He started Target. <laughs> <laughs> but they allow. It's just a big Jesus high five. It's Jesus's store. Nobody even knew until now. You heard it here. For First, folks, he just spray paints yeah, red paint right over his but hand. But they allowed people to use whatever bathroom they identified. Proving with. once again the Christians are wrong. Yeah, Jesus would let anybody <laughs> use a bathroom. He was all for peeing. I heard he was in some some kinky German porn with pee all over that shit. Wait, <laughs> that's R. Kelly. <laughs> yeah, I thought it's Germans were the ones that black did... Jesus. Yeah, uh, <laughs> R. Kelly is in the German <laughs> porn as well. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> well, thanks for coming over, everybody. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> ah, great to have you back on the show this evening, Matt. Great, great to, to have back. you on the show again, Meg. Thanks. Thank you very much. Well, it wasn't great to have me on. Great the show to have again. you on the show as well, Ryan. Don't feel left out. Thank you. It's hard to miss you if you never go away. <laughs> <laughs> well, fine. I won't be here for eight weeks. Uh, no, no. I, I've, I was only gone for like a month, man. This is this has been awesome. I've had a very good time this evening. Mm-hmm. I hope you all out, you all out there in the listening parts of are still listening. The thing doubtful. Have enjoyed yourselves as much as I have enjoyed myself. They were like, "Ah, oh, fuck, Matt's back." Turned it off right at the beginning. Or Ryan's saying some fucked up shit again. I don't like, know what he's talking about. Like it was Either so good he... when Jeff and Chris and Grant were on. Yeah, we got some good reviews while you were gone. I know, I know. Not <laughs> a lot of positive feedback. <laughs> Not at all surprised. They they did do a great job. That's it's true. Very good job. But you'll be here again next week. I believe I will. Yes. That's a very that's a very uh, committed answer. Thank you. I believe I will, yes. It's a sometimes answer. Okay. You're... No, that's that's an honest answer. Yeah. I believe I will be here next week, yes. Okay, good. If yeah. not, He's then not I'll let God. you God. Know. He doesn't know the future. Yeah, come on, Dan. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> well, you can never really know anything anyway. Uh, the, and uh, we'll finish it there. 
because okay. I don't have anything else to say. And now I have a headache from laughing and being <laughs> from raging and then having a laughing fit. And and it's hot as fuck in here. And it yeah. is really hot in here. So we're going to go now. Okay. Thank you very much for tuning in, everybody. Bye, y'all. We'll chat at you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>
<laughs> Nola Reed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Well, and then I had to trim shit out of that too, like uh, when he actually mentions the dude. And yeah. Oh yeah. That the dude abides because you don't really abide a whole lot. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. So, <laughs> so we're okay. Yeah, I think we're okay. 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 Is that your sound check? Yeah, sort of. Okay. 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 <laughs> that was funny. That was fun. That was fun. <laughs> I had a very Me nice time. Me and Ryan kind of went on a own tangent, but... I was very confused <laughs> there for a little while. So was I. So was I. Yeah, we all were. Just all... That's why it's Yes-anding the whole time. 